All right, and we're live. My name is Tyler Dunn, and I'm with Fabrizio. Hello, how's everybody doing? Hell yeah. So we're on episode 62 of Goals and Updates, and we're coming to you guys live on Facebook. We're going to take a break on Instagram, and uh, t- this one should be a lot better than yesterday, or not yesterday's, but a couple days ago with episode 61, I had some technical difficulties for Fabrizio's house, so Fabrizio is probably a lot more balling than I am, and we're, <laughs> we're going to be doing good today. So real quick, we're going to do, I'm going to break down what we're going to go over. We're going to interview Fabrizio, his goals and dreams, and ask him some questions. From there, we're going to go into the two topics that Fabrizio picked out, which is why you should care about other people, and let's talk about death. And then from there, we're just going to have some fun. We're just going to talk about some random stuff after that. So real quick, we're going to interview Fabrizio. So Fabrizio, what, what are your desired dreams, and then what are your goals to get to that dream? So I've always wanted to just help people. You know, in general, just, you know, not customer service wise, because customer service wise, helping people, it's not that good as pleasing them with your own abilities and your own talents. It can be anything, you know, it is, but at the end of the day, it always has to be a business and growing a business till, you know, for you to retire is probably the main goal for everybody. And it's basically a goal for me. And I just try to be consistent. I try to be organized, which is the most important thing. Um, me and him were just talking earlier about getting connections and I'm lacking on a little bit of ability on getting connections just because I've, I know, and I've seen a few of your podcasts yeah. you talk about work and it occupies a lot of your time, <clears throat> you know, and then whenever you want that free time, you get that free time. You're like, okay, let me enjoy this little free time, you know, and, and weeks go by, but it, it will change soon. And um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Just working on top. You know, right. Get right. What, um, do you have like a, do you have like a desire? Because I know right now you said you're working. Um, where are you working exactly right now? I'm working at Ten Group Concierge in Brickell. So we do uh, travel, travel right? agency. Yeah. yeah, so travel. So if you need if you need a hook up on travel, hit up Fabrizio. <laughs> we'll give it will give you his we'll give you his contact whatever he's comfortable giving out, and you can hit him up for some travel because that's what everyone's trying to do right now. Yeah. Everyone's trying to travel. It's a big big industry right now, so everyone can go and travel. Um, so if you need any any travel stuff. Is it like, what is it, like cruises, airlines? Yeah, airlines, cruises, tickets for venues, restaurants, you know. And, yeah, I mean, uh, you got to have a MasterCard or Visa, though. It is. Yeah. It, it can't be just like anybody. Like, it's in maybe like $50,000 in the bank. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> By the way, we're drinking some classy uh, yes. Gabbiano wine. Yes. Thank yeah, you. show them the Gabbiano. There you go. Oh, that's a nice Sunday. We, got, we got, some, got some nice Gabbiano wine. That's what the Italians drink, yo. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so uh, what was the other thing I wanted to ask? Because I wanted to ask you, and I had a question on the way here. But, um, so you said, so you said you're, like, on hold at school, right? Yes. But what are, you, what are you trying to go for at school? Well, I definitely have to get into the business market, uh, in, the business, in the business part of school, just because it's very important, especially when you're trying to just make any type of business. Right. Um, I don't... The thing is, a lot of people go for things that, at the end of the day, it's like it, it's it's not gonna help that much. I actually have a, a coworker that she went for sports medicine, but she's working at a concierge, and I get paid okay, you know, and she gets paid okay, but it's not like what she could have made. Right. So I try to take my time and 
definitely I think it's uh, the right time to go now just because I'm getting a little bit older on top of that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, the, the only time is now, yo. Yeah, it is. That's, that's, that's my motto. The only time whenever someone asks, when should I start this? When should I do this? It's now, yo. Yes, I, was wa- I was watching this crazy interview with, um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, but it was, it was like some random guy that I've never really heard of, but I don't know if you know who Grant Cardone is. Yes, I don't. All right, so I watch like religiously Grant Cardone. Like that's that's where I get a lot of my motivation from. That's where I go for any like business sales. Um, I've just recently bought some like marketing stuff from him, but mostly sales because that's a that's a category where I'm trying to like work on a lot is sales. And um, I watched this one interview and he was talking about if I could have a watch and like the time because you're obviously looking at your watch for time. He's like, I, I wish I could have like just an arrow that would always point to now. So we tell him like, oh, like now, 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 like always now is the time. Like yes. go now. Did you end up going to the 10X conference? I did. So I went oh, to the nice. 10X growth conference. They had uh, Steve Harvey, uh-huh. Damon John from Shark Tank, Sarah Blakely. Do you know who that is? Yes. From you do? Shark Tank? Uh, I think she's been on there a couple of times. Okay. But she invented Spanx for women. Okay. And then um, Jesse Itzler, which was her, it's her husband um, who created like, he sold like, uh, he built this private jet company where they would rent these jets to these like really wealthy people. And then they would sell, he sold the company for like the billions. I forgot like how much, but in the billions to, um, damn, I don't know how you forget his name. Uh, it's not Bill Gates. It's uh, not Steve Jobs. It's, who's Jeff one Bezos? of those? No, no, no. The guy like probably below him. No, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Okay. Warren Buffett. So he sold. Yeah. Right. So he sold this jet company to Warren Buffett for like billions of dollars okay. in his wow. early twenties, like twenty-five, I think, twenty-five or twenty-six. And he said it was one of the most difficult challenges to do because um, people didn't trust him. Like he went in to do the sales pitch, and they're like, "You're twenty-five. Why would I give you all these crazy jets when you're twenty-five and probably have no idea what you're doing?" So it, it really goes to show you that like age is just a number. Like it doesn't matter your age. Like you can do it if you're motivated enough to go and get it. It's all about attitude. It is it's attitude, mm-hmm. uh, perseverance, yeah. and you know you know your mental state. That's why I created this this goals and update show is because I want people to understand that it starts with mental attitude. Mm-hmm. You got to build your noggin up with positive stuff. So when negative negative things hit you. You don't collapse. Like, you don't just go, oh, like, oh, shit, like, I'm just going to fall down and die. Like, you got to persevere over that negative stuff. And, like, that's everywhere. Like, negativity is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. All around you. 360, yo. Like, I'm talking 360. Well, there's good, there's bad. Always. Yeah, always. Always. But the good thing is, um, this is another thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, like, we're probably not going to do it on this one, but I have a topic that I want to write down, which is why people are attracted to superhero movies. Oh, nice. And the re- and the reason I came up with is because good always triumphs over evil. Okay. So, like, that's the attitude. And you see that, too. Like, these people that try to cheat in their businesses. And they go and they um, – I'm in accounting one right now. So, we're all we're talking about all these companies like Exxon who, like, cheated. And, like, they uh, would write off these um, – they would cheat on, like, their taxes and be like, all right, we have this amount of assets and we made this amount of money. And it wasn't, like, the proper numbers. And then they ended up getting caught. And um, I don't I think Exxon's still in business now, but they they were in like a heavy ass lawsuit. Oh wow! And some of these businesses actually end up going out of business because they get caught cheating, and then um, they end up going out of business. But the the point of the story is that normally like these people will get ahead and they'll cheat, but something will happen where it'll the tables will turn. Mm-hmm. Like you you can't cheat for the rest of your life. Like eventually you get red hand you know you get caught red handed, 
And then you have to somehow figure out how to get through that again. So, so for anyone that's trying to cheat or for anyone that's trying to not be a good person inside and like, Oh, I can scam this person out of money or do this. Just know eventually you're going to get caught. Jordan Belfort. Yeah. (laughs) We're talking to you. (laughs) So something is going to happen, but, um, all right. So that's pretty good. Um, do you want to add anything? Do you have anything that you might want to add about yourself? Um, hobbies. I think hobbies are very important to, uh, just your life just because it gets you out of that normal schedule whenever you just need to give yourself some time, especially that, you know, but hobbying can be anything. A lot of people mistake hobbying for building airplanes and stuff like that. No, meditating can be a hobby. I know a lot of people that meditate for hours and I'm like, how? Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. I, I would like to do it. I would like to just be like, okay, one day on my week, I'm going to write a yoga my calendar. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to write, meditate the whole week just because I feel like that would also be, I think that would be good for the body. What do you think? No, meditation yeah. for sure. That's something that I got to pick up. I'm trying to get into, um, I'm trying to get on a workout schedule. So I'm trying to go to the gym at least three times a week. Okay. And then um, my problem is like I don't stretch. So I need to do something where it's going to relax my muscles and stretch out the muscles rather than them getting like really extremely tight. Because I went to go get a massage one time with like my ex-girlfriend and what happened was like like it, it was painful it was really painful like okay. at certain points and like she was like yeah like you're you're in like knots like like your your muscles are not relaxed at all they're very very tense and tight and she's like you got to go and do something that's going to stretch you out so i was thinking about like yoga. yoga like trying to get into yoga and just stretch out like my arms and legs and like upper body and back and um i don't know but people say it's kind of intense but yeah I it is a couple times i mean you you know at the end at the beginning you just gotta get used to it like everything. yeah you're gonna get sore yeah but you know another thing can do is chiropractic have them yeah i did that a couple yeah. times oh, too wow. and i had um that accident remember i told you i flipped yes so i flipped my car and i ended up having to go to a chiropractor and uh it, w- it was actually really relaxing because they stretch out your back and they work on lower upper back um, I think it's mostly back they do, right? They don't really do anything else. It's just back. I've seen them do like arms, you know, fingers, yeah. legs. I've seen legs recently. Yeah. And also I've seen another one where they, they put a towel right here and then they go on top of you and they just oh, they crack you. you. Yo, dude, like <laughs> your spine literally just, oh man, that's not that. I mean, every time I see it, it's like, oh, I did like, oh yeah, I've never done it. I need to do, I do my, you know, my, Oh, so oh, yeah. Oh, you're oh, right. <laughs> oh, they definitely heard that crack. Yeah. <laughs> Myself chiropractor. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's cool. That's cool that you've done that. I got. I got to try that. Yeah, I got to definitely get more into yoga. But, um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. What about um? You don't want to tell them about the rapping? Well, I mean, it's not just rapping. I like to write, mm-hmm. and it comes to melodies. I like making melodies a lot. I like to just. It sounds dumb, but sometimes like I got like one little closet here set up. Yeah, if only you could see it. It's like this little. It's like a little. It's actually pretty cool. It's a little closet, and like I got a little red light. You know what I'm saying? So oh yeah, he's got when I feel. Oh sexy. yeah, he's, he's got he's got this little red light in there, and it makes it like ultraviolet kind of like setting. I feel sexy in there sometimes. But it but it's just really funny because when I first came in and I saw like the little studio in his room, I, I like looked at the sides and what do they normally call it? It's like a sound barrier, right? Yeah, it's it's one of I have one disconnected here. It's uh, like a pad kind of thing. Like a yeah, it's like a sound pad. Like a uh, a sound pad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know but what they call use... them, but it, it's so funny because he uses these uh like floaty like like these little kid floaty tools. Yeah, cut them in half. Yeah, he gets it. Put in them half. on your wall. 
Yeah, no, as well, it's just like a couple, like how many do you think are on there? Like 20? It look like 20. Yeah, around 20. Yeah, it's about like 20 of those cut in half, and they're just on his wall, and he, and he said they work pretty good. Yeah, they work pretty good. If anybody's trying to do like a like a studio just starting up, put a little bit of those, because I know those pads Yeah. in Amazon, they're probably like $200 for the pad. Oh, really? Yeah, they're really expensive. Oh, like, damn. But the actual ones, those I actually took them from my job. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I took that one, and I have a little one over there that's a black one that's a little bit uh, more new. Yeah. But definitely, that works. Definitely, that works. Cool. But um, why do you think they're so expensive, just the materials? Uh, And maybe the demand for it. You know, maybe yeah, it's such a cheap product that, uh, hey, let's get away with selling it for yeah, a hell of a lot more. For a hell of a more. A lot of people put in a lot of money in studio. and No, yeah, it's, easily, a, it's a big yeah, thing right yeah. now. Like, there's a lot of people trying to get out there and, and do music, yes. rapping, podcasting is getting a lot popular now. Yes. yes, It's dope. It's really, really cool. And it's, and it's nice to see everybody just – their inner creations come out, you know? Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's, it's cool. It is. And then they're and they're all unique. And they're all unique. It's never the same. That's the coolest yes. part about music, podcasting, anything that's like on the computer or like virtual, it's it's that person's own own quality of uh, like making whatever they're trying to do. It's their own quality or their own style, which is the coolest part about everything. Of course, of course. And that helps you, you know, get out of that nine to five you no know, uh, normal schedule you have every day. Eventually, yeah. man, and I, and like I really hope you do it. Yeah, I mean, you too, are man. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and you are doing it. Yeah, I am, yeah. That's and it, it's awesome. awesome. I, tell my, I tell my friends, do you remember Brian, Jose, uh, Jose Mendoza? Well, Jose graduated a year before or whatever, and Brian graduated with us. Brian Rivera? It sounds so familiar. I went to, I have a picture of him right there. I went to Canada with him. Really? Yeah, he's Peruvian. Oh, man. So whatever, I'm telling about the podcast. You know, everybody hears the podcast. Oh, okay. And I tell my mom, yo, he's on like his 65th episode. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dedication, bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the funny thing is I think I'm going to catch up to my one friend, and he, he does one episode, I think, a week. Okay. And I think his problem is he has a lot of people on it. So he has all his friends. He's about like three or four people, and they – um, the cool thing with him is um, he had – I always forget the guy's name because I'm not really into sports. Like, I like sports. I like watching it, but I watch the – like, I think I, I the one episode you joined where I was talking about underdogs and stuff yes, like yes, that, yes. I really like watching the last games, so like the championships and the Super Bowls because – That's when it I, counts. Yeah, because I don't have time to watch every single game. Yeah. Like, I waste so much time. Like, I just – I can't do it to myself. I got to go and work and I got to go make money and I got to go do things and meet people. But – the um the he had this one guy from the Colts when they won the Super Bowl and I can't think of his name. Andrew Luck, who the quarterback? He wasn't a quarterback. I think he was a uh, like linebacker or running back or um. Oh, damn, I can't think of his name. I'll, I'll look him up after this episode for you. But um, because he should, I have a picture of he sent me a Super Bowl ring, which is like fifteen grand. Oh wow! And it's it's yo, it's crazy. It's the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. But uh, somehow they um. I guess he started listening to like Lemon City Live. So if anyone's into sports, go listen to Lemon City Live. They're actually trying to upgrade and do like um, they're trying to branch off and do like a networking kind of thing. So like he's trying to go and do um, like gaming, movies, anything that anyone likes. He's trying to get someone else to do it, and then they're going to try to network off of Lemon City Live. Nice. So they're going to try to turn it into a networking kind of like opportunity. So that's really interesting. So go look up Lemon City Live. They're they're pretty big. I think they're on like episode two hundred or something. Um, but wow. that, that's what got me into it because one, like I worked with him at Broward college, that marketing job before the job I have now. And he was just like, we, we, I worked before him like a year and a half before he got hired. And he was just like, 
he was like, oh, like I do, um, cause they hired him cause of his, his content. Like they went online and he would do pictures. He'd go to like the dolphin games. He'd go to like any baseball games, Panther games, anything that he could like somehow get into as like press, he would go and do it. And that's what he got his pictures from. That's why he got hired. Cause he would use the pictures that he was doing the high quality pictures. And they liked it because they wanted a social, he was the social media person. And that's what he was doing there too, social media. So I started talking to him and he, and he ended up inviting me to Miami. So if I don't know what episode it is, but I'm, I'm at the very, 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 very end, like the last 10 minutes, they let me extra out their, their podcast. So, and it was kind of funny cause they're all laughing at me cause I didn't know where we were. I, I don't, I don't go to Miami a lot. So I don't, I didn't know the area that well. It was, uh, <laughs> it, I think it's called nightlife brewery right by the Marlin stadium. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Okay, no, but I know around that Yeah, area. it's a new stadium. So, like, it's – I guess they pay probably the Marlins to, like, go there, and then they probably get a lot of money from the games because people are probably coming out and they're getting traffic from the Marlins game. But um, the craziest part with it was – what's up, Mom? That's my mom, by the way. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Uh, lost track of this. But uh, so I got – I went there, and I got, like, a 10-second extra or, like, a 10-minute extra, and he was just like, yo, come on. And I'm like – I was just like – I pitched it. Like, I just, like, for 10 minutes, I just pitched it. I was like – like this is Lemon City Live. We're coming to you live, <laughs> and and uh, I was just like, I was funny as fuck, and I was like, I was like, guys, where are we? Like, I don't remember where we are, and they all like start laughing, and they're like, we're in Miami, yo. It's called the Nightlife Brewery, and I was like, we're live at the Nightlife Brewery. <laughs> Press the button. Like, yeah, we're like we're pressing the buttons, and I'm just, it was just so funny because like I didn't, I it didn't process where I was. Like I didn't, I've never been to Miami, and I didn't know the era, and I, that was the first time ever going to that place. So it's just so funny. I was just, they were just laughing at me, but. Um, he's the one that was telling me about equipment. He's the one that was telling me how they got involved and how they got like press passes and did all this stuff, which is really, really cool. And he's like an extremely intelligent guy with sports. You talk to sports with him for hours, nice. Um, which is really cool. But um, how's he liking it though? Like the podcasting? Oh, he loves it. He gives you good but, advice always. And- oh yeah, like I could go to him and hit him up and be like, dude, like he's the one that was telling me like, oh, you should download your Facebook videos, cut it cut the audio out and then put it on a SoundCloud and host it. And okay. then you go to iTunes, do all this other stuff. So he's very knowledgeable. Like I'll go to him. Like I'll probably actually call him after this and be like, yo, like, how do I, how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, nice. Oh damn. What's the other thing I was going to tell you? But yeah, I think I'm going to pass him because he's on episode. I think he's in the two hundreds, but I'm doing two a week. Yeah. And like this week we did three. Like I did two on my own. I did one, I think Monday and Wednesday. I did one with Sterling. I think on Thursday. Excuse me. And uh, we're doing one now on Sunday with you. Hmm. Wow. So that's like three or four. Wow. And uh, I'm trying to get to a point where, like, it, on different days is going to be different things. So, like, I do eventually want to do, like, a political channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, right now it's just motivational stuff. Nice. Um, but I'm definitely going to pass him, like, with time. Because I'm doing t- – even if I did two a week, like, eventually I'm going to overthrow him because he's only doing one a week. So, I mean, uh, you know, that's the cool thing, too, is, like, I, w- I really want to get to that 100th episode just to be, like – Damn you, I did a hundred episodes. And I've only been doing this for like two months. Yeah. You're killing it. Like that's the that's the funniest <laughs> part, you know. Like I've only been doing this for a month and a half. I don't even have like I don't even have that much equipment. Like I just got the mic stuff. Um and I made sure I got two because I'm like I'm definitely going into interviews. Yes. Like no question about yeah, it. Like I'm interviewing everyone. The hand mic too. Yeah. Wait, you have you have the hand mic and this? And the regular one. Like I have another one of these. Oh, okay. Like another oh, one okay. of what you so have. So you have three mics. So I have three technically. Yeah. yeah. 
Ballin. Ballin. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's but it's funny though because um it's like Amazon just makes it so much cheaper on things. Yeah. Because I just got everything. I got the 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 box. I got an extra cord. I got uh, two extra microphones. I got a bunch of different things, and it was only like two sixty. Yeah. Which is not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all, yo. So the next thing now is they have cameras. Yeah. They get something where I can record and just like automatically live, which they have. It's just yeah. they're expensive. Like yeah. this one guy was talking to me and they have a camera now where it'll um it'll live stream to every single platform like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, all at one go and it'll live stream it, but it's like four hundred to five hundred dollars. It's like a I mean it's like, isn't it crazy how they take like the format of something else? Like that's like a Google Chromecast. Yeah. How it's like it has YouTube, Netflix, Hulu. Yeah. And they just, yeah, they just stream, just stream everything. What? Yeah, it, no, it's crazy. And like, that's why like, when, like sometimes when you wait, it's, it's, sometimes when you wait, it's a blessing. But the, the thing that sucks is like, when you don't start, it's like, it's, it's like working out. Like you start losing yes. it if you don't keep going. Yes. So like sometimes waiting is in your benefit when it comes to like technology, because eventually technology, like there'll be an issue or a problem. And then someone will come out with something else that fixes that problem. Because we didn't, we didn't have all this stuff yet. You know how hard it was to get like, like people complained about um, getting on TV and now you don't even need to go on TV. You just set up your own stuff online. You have like, this is a network right now. Like yeah. we're on my own network right now. Yeah. Like that's the craziest part. <laughs> we're on my own network right now. Dude, that's. How crazy is that? Me, uh, Al, that yeah. was earlier, uh, me and him were just talking about how like technology just advances so quick. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine in 20 years. Because we're in the generation where, like, we're just born into it. Yeah, we're born into it. Our parents are just like, dude, like, I don't even, like, know any of this shit. And we're just like, yo, like, let's keep going, yo. Like, let's just keep on tapping into shit. And we freak out about having not – we don't have Wi-Fi. When we don't have Wi-Fi, we freak out. Yeah, it is true. All day. Or if you can't use your phone. You can't use your phone. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, damn. Or when, like, you're phone and you have a bad signal and you're like, damn. Like, this is the worst feeling ever. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's something that popped in my head. So, for anyone that doesn't know – I met Fabrizio in high school, so that was, like, how long ago? That, or, actually, middle school, too. You went to Ramblewood. Ramblewood, yeah. So that was, like, damn, that was a long time dude, ago. That's like that nine, was, like, nine, no, seven, eight years ago? Yeah, almost ten years ago, dude. That's crazy. All right, that, that's, that's real. Like, dude, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to, like, get people to realize is, like, because I'm trying to make up for lost time. And, like, what I mean by that is I wasn't – I you could ask Fabrizio. I didn't talk to anyone in high school or middle school. Like, I didn't have a lot of – I had friends, but I, it was it was kind of like the movies where like you have like your squads or you have like your um your cliques. Your cliques, yeah. Yeah, and I never went outside the cliques. I I wasn't like what, how I am now, where I can go and go out for a drink with someone and, and chat with them and have no idea and have different backgrounds and and anything like that. I would just kind of go to school, go home, and play video games. That was my my niche was video games. What video game? Though? Halo Three. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, nice. and I used to play with. Do you remember game. Pablo Fuentes? Probably sounds familiar. That sounds very familiar. Uh, yeah, he he was my next door neighbor across the street, and which, by the way, I'm still friend. You probably know who Eric Arnell is, right? Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. of course, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. So that's my dog. Like I've eighth grade, I met him on a bus, yo, and it changed my life forever. Cause like that, that is like I, I consider him a straight up brother. Like, like that not even, good. not even like I can't even hesitate on that one. Like straight up brother. <laughs> like we were probably born, we were like born the same. What year was he born in? He was, um, pretty sure, 95. Okay. What month? Uh, September. Oh, damn. He passed the best friend test. Yeah, it's September. <laughs> and, I'm, and I fuck this up every time, though, because um, uh, one of our friends, like, I have three 
it's me, Eric, and Alex Teagan, which you probably don't know. He went to Douglas. And he wasn't in our, he wasn't in our, gener- like, he wasn't in our class. Like, I think generation. Was, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say generation, but um, he wasn't in our class. Like, we graduated in 2014. He was probably 20, uh, no, you'd be older. So, 2013 or 2012. Okay. So, he, and he went to Douglas, so he wasn't even in the same, like, category with us. Not saying, like, you probably know people from Douglas. Yeah, but, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Not really? <laughs> nah. Yeah, I didn't really either. Like, but. a few, like, maybe, like, less than 10. Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? But I confused their birthdays, because we're all in September, but I think mine's the 6th, so I'm the first one. Then it's, like, the 12th, which I'm pretty sure is Eric's. I'm pretty sure it's Eric's. You're watching Eric. Yeah, let's see if Eric, <laughs> Eric and Eric watches this stuff, too. Nah, nice. So, um, so if Eric's on here, yo, Eric, you pass by, put a comment when your birthday is. And, and we'll, we'll prove it. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure his is the 12th, and I'm probably, I'm probably actually wrong on that. And then I think Alex is 24th. Okay. So it's like everyone's like a week after each other. Yeah, a lot of money spent on September. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yo. September is the hot birthday, yo. The yeah. Virgos. Yeah. My dad's birthday is September 1st. Yeah. Yo, I mean, every, everyone, it's normally September. Yeah. September or um, I think it's like January. January or July. When's your birthday? Mine's August. Wait, yeah, but August is pretty popular. September, so that means that people were – is that Valentine's Day? Um, no, we already passed it. That's February. Valentine's Day is uh, February 14th. Yeah. How long is it? It's like eight months? Seven months? Eight months? Uh, yeah, it's like an eight-month gap it's maybe. Like eight months. Yeah. Is that, is that September? Roughly, yeah. What are you trying to what are you like trying to go with this? <laughs> Valentine's Day is freaky day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you alone on Valentine's Day? Huh? Were you alone on yeah, Valentine's I Day? Yeah, I was alone. I was working on Valentine's Day. They yeah, didn't I, pay I think I was too. No time and a half, though. Yeah. That's bull crap, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to go around at work watching every every couple? Nah. Yeah. Time and a half. I want time and a half. Yeah, time and a half for sure, yo. They got to change that fucking rule. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I was going to ask you, in middle school, did you take the bus? I did, and that's how I met Eric. Okay, bus 1017? Yes. You were on it once in a while. Okay. A lot of people hated me, bro. In, in middle my, school? Yeah, no, in that bus. Yeah, well, it was because you were with Ricky, right? Ricky. Yeah, it's all coming together now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all coming together now. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's literally going to – it's all coming together right now. Because, like, it's so funny because, like, I didn't even think about that, yo. I didn't think about 1017. Yes, I didn't think Mr. about, B. Like, Mr. B. Mr. Yo. B. Mr. B. got <laughs> so funny. Yo, that is hilarious. Dude, and you know what's crazy? Uh, I don't know if everybody has like a number that they always see around. Yeah. Like 17. Oh, really? 10, 17. It's crazy because I, I look at it as an adult now. Like, I'm not an adult. Yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, so I see 17 a lot. Yeah. And 10, 17, I was thinking about that the other day because when you, when you hit me up. Actually, I was talking with, because I talked to Ricky once in a while. Yeah. We always... You know, like when you meet, when you when you talk to old friends, you always bring up the past. Yeah, you know, those conversations like yeah. that. And I was like, you remember Bus Ten Seventeen, Mr. B, dude. I remember I I pulled my pants down in front of Mr. B when he <laughs> when he dropped us off, and he made me sit in the front of the bus for like for like three months. It was cool though. Mr. B was amazing. No, that guy was awesome. Yeah, that guy was, was probably awesome. the coolest bus driver you could ever get. Barely ever got mad, yeah. was pretty reasonable as a bus driver, mm-hmm. and I don't think, and like, yo, and like, some of us put him through hell, yo. Yes. Some of us did put that guy through hell. <laughs> so if Mr. B is listening to this, man, cheers to Mr. B, yo. I'll cheers to that guy. Yeah, let me get we'll, that. We'll, we'll, we'll cheers to Mr. B, yo. Cheers. Plus 1017. Yeah, 1017, yo. Ramblewood Middle School. Ramblewood Middle School. 
to be honest, uh, I think that we had, I think we had the best middle school ever. Like I liked Ramblewood Middle. I didn't Rambo have any issues. Teachers were good. Yeah. Did you ever have um? You had gym, right? Yes, I had. There was one time someone threw a um a shirt in like a dryer, and it caught on fire, and we got out the whole entire day. <laughs> yes, I remember. I was in the portables, Mister. Um, what's that? What's the guy? English teacher that he was in the portables. English teacher. Oh damn. Um, right next to Mister Putty. Remember Mister Putty? It sounds really familiar. Mister Bolja. Something like that. He's so big. He's big. But that class was good. Remember Dalton? Dalton, I remember Dalton. I had that class. He always got detention. Yes, he always got detention. Always detention. Now he's driving in like a nice Camaro and shit. I'm like, damn, Dalton, you're doing it big. I should have been bad in middle school too. What is he doing? Um, I think he's into construction. To be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good field, man. That's that's what my um my Greek friends do, Jimmy and Costa, and um their father owns a uh construction company mm -hmm. and they travel i think like right now they're in new york nice. they're always in a different city they come home for like a month or two and then they go out for like six months and they just work hard nice and, nice. They, and, and they get paid well because like that's like a job to have like when you're young yeah well I, they're in like their third i think like jimmy doesn't really want to do it anymore like jimmy like last time jimmy came back he's like dude i fucking hate it yeah, dude, <laughs> it's, it's labor yeah. it's, it's it's straight up labor like it's hard uh coast is living the life though Co like Oh my gosh! Like he drives a uh, F one fifty Roosh. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, fucking hauls ass. <laughs> hauls fucking ass in that car, yo. Like uh, straight, straight pimp, yo. Nice, nice. The, the coolest people, yo. Just straight family. That's why I love it with them. It's like they're like that's what I saw on one of these podcasts. Was like we go out to a bar, and like five seconds later, all their family shows up. Wow. Like all their sisters, all their brothers everyone and it's it's the coolest thing i've ever seen because like i've never i've never seen that before yeah and it's just like that's why other cultures like fascinate me a lot too like um when i was dating um diana diana al oh, okay yeah, 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 yeah the Vietnamese girl. Uh -huh. it, it was cool because like her culture was um her culture is all about family hmm. the asian culture is all about family taking your shoes off at the door yeah. respect so that, that was the coolest part is like when i started dating her i started trying to like learn the culture and it was oh, really cool. Did you like that? You like that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, nice. Did you end up going overseas or not? I didn't. No. Okay. But uh, it, it didn't end well too well. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. You know? it, it didn't end too well. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's actually what changed me. Like my whole entire life, yo, okay. was uh, um, like, it, like she ended up getting into an arranged marriage oh, wow. and like shit went south really bad. Arranged marriage? Yeah, arranged marriage with this uh, other Vietnamese guy. And then um, it just went, it went, it went south fast. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 it basically, Cause I was like madly in love with her. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna marry this girl. That's a good girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she was. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like she just, she just turned like for the worst, and yeah. like it, it was fucking awful. Cause like you have to think about it. Like I was trying to date her when she was in the arranged marriage. Mm -hmm. So like mentally and physically, she's not mine. Yeah. But like she would see me on the side. Yeah. So it's like I'm I'm that side I'm that side hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. yes. So I'm like that side guy, but in reality, I'm like, we love each other. Like, I'm I'm here for you. I I respect you. Like all this stuff. And then um, like I was just like, but I'm like, it was just terrible. And then she's like, it's gonna be like for two years and shit. And then like I was like, there's no way I could fucking yeah, do this, no. yo. There's no fucking way. Like, That's good, bro. And then I got, eh, but I got out of it. Yeah. But like I like emotionally like got fucked up mm. and like went into like the wrong shit. And uh, I was on my own because I moved out. And then I was like, I got into some stupid shit. And then I was like, I was like, all right, yeah, I got to change this. So that's when I started listening to like motivational videos where I started like picking myself up. 
So if, like, that's why I try to like, that's why I'm really into it. Like I do public speaking too, okay. like Toastmasters. I don't know if you know what that is. No. So Toastmasters is public speaking and you go up in front of a group of people and you can do any speech you want. I do motivational speaking. So like last week I did one on uh, self-worth is everything. Nice. I went up in front of about maybe like 15 people and I put together this speech and I went up and I, and I killed it. Like I was just like poured my heart out Good, bro. and like I got people like, Oh shit. And like, it was so funny. I was telling my, um, I was telling my uncle last night cause my uncle's a salesperson. He travels the world, goes to Japan, nice. uh, everywhere, any, anywhere you can think of in, the, in a different country he travels to. And the funniest thing was I was talking about the speech and this freaking lady, yo, like I'm, I'm talking cause I lost my place in the speech. Right. So I'm, I'm reading the speech. It's about five to seven minutes uh, long speech. I lose my, my place halfway through the speech and I'm like, shit, yo, I don't remember like what I wrote here. So I start coming up with shit on the fly and I'm talking about motivational speakers and I'm like, yo, like you guys need to listen to a motivational speech uh, every single day. And like, I'm like as much as you possibly can to like get your mind out of negativity. Cause like it's everywhere. Yeah. And she fucking, she comes up and she like, she didn't stand up, but she was just like, Oh, that's crazy. Like I can't like, she's like, like if you want us to listen, Oh, the other thing too, before I, I did that, um, I was talking about music and I was like, I'm not saying don't listen to music. What I'm trying to say is like fill some of that music time that you're in the car. Cause we're all driving for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes there and back yep. to places all the time. Everyone works. So you're driving at least probably 20, 15, maybe even 30. Cause like I was driving 30 minutes at one point from my job and back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, even to this Toastmasters meeting, it took me 30 minutes to get here. That's 30 minutes plus another 30 minutes back. Right. So it's an hour. So what are you doing for that hour? You're listening to music for that whole hour and not educating yourself in the car and not doing anything. And I was like, so you guys should be substituting the music for motivational videos and getting yourself amped exactly. to go out here and do like, because you got to be amped to go out in front of 15 people. <laughs> I mean, like we're training to go out in front of like hundreds and thousands of people. Cause like you're trying to compete against other people. Like uh, the one guy that I'm trying to get on here and do a show with uh, Daniel, which I got to meet up with him. I think we're trying to work for next week. Um, that guy like keeps winning contests and he's got to be speaking in front of thousands of people at these international events. Yeah. Cause people are showing up for this stuff. It's a, it's a big thing. Toastmasters is a big well-known brand. So he's speaking in front of thousands of people. I only spoke in front of 15 to 20 people. How was that? Oh, it was good. Yeah. I yeah. felt great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Like I can only imagine a thousand to a hundred people. That's why I'm doing this a lot. Cause yeah, like, it's yeah. going to promote me more like, you know, and, and get used to talking to random people. But, um, Oh, what was going to say, but <clears throat> So she tried to like contradict me and she was like, oh, like I can't do that. Like she was like, you're crazy if you think we're, you think I'm going to um, substitute like music and like do all and do all this stuff. I don't have time for that. And I was <laughs> and I was just like in my head, I'm like, this fucking bitch. I was like, I was like, I'm trying to do a fucking motivational speech, yo. And of course, there's not one fucking person that's got to say some dumbass shit. And, and I'm just like, I'm going to shut this bitch up, yo. And I'm just like. Like, like obviously all in respect, but in like my mind, like you're doing a speech and like, you're trying to like, you know, and you have a live audience. It's like comedy. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, people are reacting to what you're saying and they feel the emotion. So I'm like, like, fuck this bitch, yo. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, I was like, you probably drove here and it probably took you 30 minutes. And that's another 30 minutes. That's an hour, yo. All right. And that's not even plus your work driving. And that's not even plus going to the grocery store. That's not even plus going to the gym. That's not even plus going to here. I was like, you got the fucking time, yo. I didn't say it like that, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you got the time, yo. Like you're just making up excuses. Uh -huh. And like, shut her up. Nice. Like I just like, she just like, 
She's yeah. like, oh, she's like, oh shit, a little bullshit. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> she like, bullshit. she completely shut up, and then like after I got like, I got like an applause. And shit, and I was just <laughs> like, I was like, standing that, over I was like, that's fucking right, yo. <laughs> like how we do it, yo. You ready? Tyler Dunn beats Hackler. Yeah, Hackler, like, Hackler. I was like, this fucking that's asshole, cool. like. Because I've heard horror stories of comedy, like stand-up comedy. Like, that's hard, though, because you're trying to get people to laugh. Yeah. And, like, especially now with, like, the times, like, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Because most of it's political shit. Yes. Like, most of it yes. is political shit that you're you're making jokes about. And depending on who's in the audience, it could go one or two ways. Either, yeah. like, like, people love it, or people are just like, like, what the fuck did that guy say? <laughs> Let me tell you something. So, I have a friend that, you remember when Dave Chappelle was at the Art Museum here in Cold Springs? Yeah. So my friend went to that, and he said that he started doing Trump jokes in the beginning. Yeah. For like maybe like 10, 15 minutes. And yeah. some girl stood up, and she was like, is all you're going to do is Trump jokes or <laughs> no, whatever? I guess, like, you know, she was a Trump supporter. Yeah. And um, Dave Chappelle got pissed. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? The only reason I'm not kicking you out is because something, something, right? Yeah. And then he did Trump jokes for the rest of the show. Yeah, it's so funny. And he had a, a show at 10 p.m., and his friend went to the 10 p.m. one, and he asked him if he did these jokes, and he's like, no, he did a completely different thing. So yeah. he did it on purpose. Like, he just did Trump jokes the whole right. time. But, yes. But that's what it, it came wasn't the to. right. Oh, it wasn't the right audience. Yeah. It wasn't. It was not. He told me nobody, like, everybody was like, what Everyone kind of pissed? Yeah, like. Yeah. But, see, that's why it's, like, a hit or miss. But, yeah. like, it also, what I realized, too, is it, it also builds more confidence in yourself. Because mm-hmm. if you can if you can stand up in front of an audience that doesn't agree with you and, like, speak your, speak your soul or speak your mind, it, it builds a lot of confidence in yourself. Yes. So, it, go, it really, it's how you look at it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing you should be learning is like the your perspective on things. Yeah, like your your, You'll be true your perspective. Yeah, the, your perspective on life, mm-hmm. how things work. That's why I'm like that's why I'm like really into God because like it's what it comes down to. Like when all else fails, you gotta have something. Correct. And like that's what I was talking. I don't know if I talked about this on one of the other podcasts or or live streams, but um, I was I did do one on faith. And what I was talking about is you gotta think to yourself like. Why do you think people that are life sentences and people that are in jail for like 20 plus years, why do you think they all turn to a Bible? Why do you think they turn religious? Because they're, they basically have no hope. Yeah, they, have no hope. they have nothing left. Yeah. So they have to turn to something to get them through that crazy, terrific, or, uh, terrifying experience. Mm-hmm. You have to have something that's bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, that's why like, I'm very spiritual. Cause like, I'm like, all right, like, I, like, cause I know people aren't going to like, especially with this kind of topic or like these types of things, like a lot of people, like that's why I had to break up with my ex because I was going towards self-improvement. She didn't want to self-improve and she thought I was like all about myself and like selfish and all these crazy things. And I'm like, look, like you're either going to try to grow with me as a human being or I'm going to outgrow you and, and we're not going to stay together. Cause I'm like, there, there's no way I'm staying with you. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about that. Like I'm going to keep self-improving I'm going to help other people self-improve and like, I'm trying, like my, my, um, my, uh, self mission for myself is to help a million people. Nice. Like whatever I can do, whether that's volunteering, whether that's talking to you and hopefully like, if you're going through something terrible, I can help you through that. Uh, it's, you know, that's why I'm doing the podcast to help people understand that. And, um, anything, it just, it doesn't matter anything, anything where I can help someone make a difference in their own life. That's 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 helping towards the mission and the cause. Nice, nice. And like I think that's important too because if you don't have a purpose, you don't have a mission. Like, what are you living for? Exactly. But yeah. it also comes back to faith. 
Yeah. In a yeah. sense, because yeah. that's yeah. that purpose that's for yourself. Of course. Of What's course. after this life? That's, What's, that's you know, a spark right there. Yeah. Like, and, you know, it's, it's cool because that, that right there just gives you the motivation to do this. Yeah. Two times a week. Editing, doing everything, and just being consistent. Like I said earlier, right. you know, talking about consistency. Consistency is so important, and yeah. that's very that's awesome. You know, seeing you just burst into this flame of of just confidence. You know, you're doing it so good, dude. Yeah, and, I appreciate like, that a lot, man. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I really Probably. do appreciate. Yo, uh, you know, it's pretty crazy. I had this cra- I, like the second or third episode, I think, or maybe even the fourth. I had um, you, you obviously know Carter Sims, right? Of course. Yeah, I, had yeah. wow. Carter, I had Carter Sims come on here one time. And he was like, dude, like, you're like, he's like, you do a good shit, yo. He's like, I'm sorry for all the shit I did to you in oh, like, high wow. school. I was like, oh, shit, yo. That, that, cha- that, that really changed everything on myself because I'm like, wow, yo, I'm only on episode four and I'm already like, like I, yeah, like I'm impacting oh, wow. someone or like, awesome. it, it kind of made me feel good inside because I'm like, like, obviously I don't give, like, I don't care. Like, I don't hold anything against anyone. Like, I was obviously high school, we're all young, like, we're fucking learning, like, all that shit. But like, it just made me feel like, damn yo like if i could if i could touch someone that i don't really speak to or I, you know i've met a couple of times after outside of like high school because i did a catering company with him a couple of times um and i can make a difference in that guy's life enough for him to really reach out to me and go dude like i apologize for all the shit i put you through like did all this shit uh, like i'm like oh shit like what else can i do yeah that's what i tell myself yo like I, like same with politics like i was talking to um my friend jimmy Okay. Uh, Jimmy, the one that I was talking about, the Greek family. No, Jimmy Lang. I mean, Jimmy Lang was here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny, yo. But, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Lang. Nice. But, um, uh, what was I going to say? But okay. I-, I was talking to him about politics or something, and I was just like, because he-, he was like, he was try- we were talking about gun control or something. Okay. I don't know how you feel about gun control, but. Um, I think it's very necessary just in case, you know, government tyranny, I'm sorry, and it's just your right. Yeah, this is is right. So, but I mean, so you're pro guns. Besides, I'm pro guns. Okay, because like the way you were talking about, it, I thought you were like for gun control. No, no, I started no, off no, with gun control. And no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm definitely which I don't pro-gun. care, like, because I am, I am pro guns. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think you should have your 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 legal right to bear arms. Right, like, you definitely should. But we'll talk about something because we're talking about this, but which you'll probably laugh at. But, um, but anyways, we we're talking about gun control, mm-hmm. and um. I got into like, cause everyone I work with, especially down here um, in Broward County, it's very democratic down here. Uh-huh. So everyone's like gun control, you know, like they don't really care for like freedom of speech, all that stuff. And um, he, so he was like, yeah, I don't believe in guns or all that stuff. Right. That was, that was a big thing I, with my ex too, but besides the point, we're going to talk about Jenny. But, <laughs> but um, so, he, so I, yeah, so, so what ended up happening was I was talking to my friend Jimmy about it. And I was going over these points that I was talking to with um, my one friend Edwin, which is the podcast person for London City Live, mm-hmm. and he's very democratic. He doesn't he, he doesn't believe he want, he believes in the Second Amendment because he was in the Navy, okay. so he believes in the Second Amendment. But he wants limits. He doesn't believe in AR-15s. He doesn't believe in semi-automatic weapons um, and stuff like that. But I but so I was having this gun control debate with him because uh, we get in. You know, obviously, like I was the only Republican there. Okay. So, you know, you're sitting there, they're going through the news, they're talking about Trump, 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 all this stuff, right? Which, um, you know, it's, is what it is. Yeah. So I'd sit there, I'd take it, whatever, and then something would happen where we were talking about something, and then they'd bring me into it, and I'm like, well, all right, you know, if you're going to talk about politics, and you're bringing me into it, you know, I don't agree with your sides, we're going <laughs> to talk about it, right? So we start talking about it, and he was talking about Chicago, and like, okay. I was like, yo, like, well, what about Chicago? We know that's uh, the most heavily regulated gun control state all right 
And so all the law-abiding citizens, their guns are stripped from them, or it's really hard for them to get guns. And what type of crimes over there? It's gang on gang, black on black. It's, it's mostly gang, yeah. gang-related. So that's illegal guns. Like, no law-abiding citizen yeah, yeah, is going and giving them guns, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so sure. I'm like, so how do you explain that with gun control? And he's like... He's like, well, it's like a mice with cheese. So this is the funniest thing. And by the way, I'm talking to my friend Jimmy about this, okay. who's anti-guns. He doesn't like guns, right? And I'm talking to it. So I'm talking to Edwin at this point in the story. But so we're talking, and I'm like, and he explains. He's like, it's a mice. It's like a mice with cheese. And he goes, guns are illegally imported. So if you move the cheese, the mice have to adapt and get to the cheese. Okay. So basically what he's saying is it's it's because everyone else isn't regulated around Chicago, so they're importing the guns through other states into Chicago. Right? Okay. So I'm like, okay, but I'm like, you basically just contradicted yourself in this whole entire statement. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, say it again, exactly what you just said. Because I don't want to put words in his mouth. It's like a mice with cheese. If I move the cheese, the mice adapt to where the cheese is. So he's talking about guns being imported illegally from somewhere else. As he even said, it's illegal guns. It's not, it's not, the United States is not giving those criminals no, guns. No, no. It's coming from like Mexico or somewhere else. They're importing illegal guns. Black market. Yeah. So he, so he said it, right? And I'm like, and he still couldn't get it. I'm like, so yeah, so what'd you say? And he repeats it. And then I'm like, all right, you basically just contradicted yourself right there in that statement. I'm like, if you move the cheese... The criminals will find a way to get guns. Law-abiding citizens don't care. They'll give up the guns. Criminals will find a way to get guns. They're criminals. They, yeah, they want to rob you. That's the reason now, why they're criminals. Yeah, now they now <laughs> they have more of a reason to go and rob you because before, you know, they might go into your house. They might get shot. Now, like, there's, there's like, 90% chance they're not going to get yeah. shot. They're going to rob you yeah. more. And if you got a gun in there, and they, the cops are going to question you now. They're right. Like, why do you have a gun? So... So we got into that, and then he couldn't figure it out. But and then the other thing I told him, which was like funny as fuck, yo. Like, and this is the one that changed my friend's my uh, um, viewpoint on guns. And I said, um, did you Steve Crowder? What? He changed his mind? Oh yeah, I did. Yo. I <laughs> Steven Crowder his ass. I swear to God, yo, listen to this one. This one's crazy because I came up with this one on the spot, and it's just because like I'm really good at thinking on the fly. So I'm like, look, man, he was eating a sub from Los Patos. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ooh, nice. Ooh, yeah, good, eating good, eating good. a good ass sub, right? It's big good. ass, juicy ass sub. And I go, dude, you just went to Los Patos down the street, right? And I'll give you another one after this. I just thought of it. But he's, I'm like, you just got that at Los Patos, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you know we have more guns in the United States? And I'm like, Florida is all concealed, meaning like you don't know if anyone's carrying. Mm-hmm. And there's probably like a two-thirds ratio of someone carrying a gun, which you don't know. Did you feel safe buying that sub in that sub shop, knowing that maybe there's, you know, no, not knowing that maybe two or three people in there are probably carrying guns? He goes, yeah, I felt pretty safe. And my, my friend, and I was telling my friend this story, Jimmy, he, he's like, oh, shit, yo. He's like, I never thought about it like that. I've, I've never, uh, that's, that's a crazy viewpoint on it. Like, I've never thought about that. And I was like, that's why it's a crazy topic because I tell people, I'm like, I told them straight up. I was like, you're looking at it, it's almost like a viewpoint. You're looking at it as a 180 viewpoint. You got to look at it as a 360 perspective. It's the way you're, you're looking at it, the perspective of it. You can't look at something. It's almost like uh, you ever hear like you have a criminal story and then you have the real story. And like there's two sides to every story. Yeah. You got to do the research to figure out the deep, the hidden details to figure out the real, the full, full story. 
And with their viewpoint, it's like they're just looking straight ahead rather than a 360 perspective. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I got out of it. And you know what else is crazy? The, the thing is, you don't see people hiding their AR-15s. Yeah. Like, they're, that's the wrong type of gun to ban. Like, they're not even aiming towards, I mean, we're getting a little bit off topic yeah. here. But, I mean, they're not banning a Glock yeah. or a Desert Eagle. But yeah, but that's what they're trying to do. They're, oh, they're not trying to. They, I thought they were just trying to ban assault rifles. No, that's that's what they're trying to do is ban semi assault weapons. Okay. All right, which is every fucking gun. Uh huh. Okay. Every every gun. Think about it. A pistol is a semi auto, meaning you have to pull the trigger. One shot comes out of each trigger pull. Okay. That's every gun. Yeah. Whether it's bolt action, whether it's just like a regular Glock, whether it's a Smith and Weston, whether it's uh. So what do you think they're trying to do here? Like why? Well, it's all is, is government history, control, is, dude. Is, is history trying to re- repeat itself? Oh, of course. 110%. That's crazy, right? Yeah, but, fucked up. but here, here's something that, like, that I learned. Because I watched this video, all right? Do you know where gun control originally um, came from? You might not. I didn't know this until I watched this video. No, I don't. It came from the Democratic Party. Okay. And the reason for it was uh, to restrict black people from defending themselves from the KKK. You know what's crazy? Yo, yo, my Al should have been here, dude. Dude, Al said the same. He's like, you know what the, the, the he's like, you know what the Democrats came from? The KKK. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. How crazy is that? That that's that's true shit. That but that's history. So yes, this is the course, biggest difference course. between two parties. One party doesn't really care for history, and one party is like, dude, history repeats itself. You better fucking pay attention because it'll come back around. Yeah. Which it does. It does. It does. It really does. You can see it by your own life. Like, your mistakes always come back. Like, yeah. You redo your mistakes. But the crazy part with that, too, is, like, maybe even, like, you don't realize it, but maybe you even did, like, your parents' mistakes, but you just didn't realize it. Exactly. And then you talk to your parents, like, oh, fuck, Dad. Like, I did the same fucking thing. That's true. Then your parents are thinking, oh, damn, that was me when I was younger. Yeah, I had to fuck that shit up, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, dude. It's but, um, crazy, dude. But it, it is. It's, but it's, it's the mindset. Uh-huh. So that's why, like, I, I want to do a political channel too on this because if you change your mindset, like, with motivation and positivity and blocking out the negativity, you can't really go to one side because you start you start seeing reality for what it is. Yeah. So it's almost like you kind of can't fall on one side. You kind of you tend to probably lean more towards the right or something. So like, but with my podcast, yeah, I'm not trying to. I mean, like, it's gonna probably be. Like, it's honestly probably going to be a little bit more. Because, like, I'm going to give my opinion on it. But what I'm going to try to do is take both sides. Of course. And be like, here, here's the perspective of this side on this topic. Here's this, you know, here's the Democratic side viewpoint. Here's the Republican side viewpoint. And then I'm going to go into gr- in big detail on both sides. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's going to try to be unbiased on that point. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, I'm going to be like, but this is my opinion on it. And this is why I go here. And then I'm going to break down the points of what you need to pay attention to. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so it, it'll be for all, all like, no matter if you're independent, Democrat, Republican, but Democrats probably aren't going to like it because it's, my opinion is going to be more based upon Republican. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it is what it is, but it is what, exactly. you can't, you can't please everyone. Exactly. But yeah. And, and that's what a lot of people need to understand that the United States is such a big country and such a, like, there's so many different type of ethnicities here that yeah. you can't please everybody. Yeah. And it's, you know what I was saying to, um, because in Peru, there's this issue where, you know, Venezuela, everything's going to Yeah, they're going to bankruptcy you know? and stuff. Yeah. So 
we got a lot of Venezuelans going to Peru, also Colombia, whatever. The people in Peru say, hey, look, like, fuck, we're getting all these Venezuelan shit, immigration. <laughs> now, I, I, I was born in Peru. So I was born here. I wasn't born here. I'm not a U.S. citizen yet. I actually become a U.S. citizen in in, uh, in two months. Dude, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm a, born I'm a resident. Peru? Yeah, I was born in Peru. I never fucking knew that. That's yeah. crazy. And I, was, I came here when I was seven. Yeah, I was seven that's so old. crazy. I never knew that. So, but, I, like, I understand, you know, like, in Peru, the person, and, and also people who are watching it, like, imagine your country. All these people, like, start coming immigrants. Like, fuck, taking all the jobs. Because really, in Venezuela, yeah, Venezuelans were working a lot less uh, a lot. Um, they were working for a lot less than a Peruvian. Same thing that goes on, you know, yeah. in the United States. But there, since Peru is a smaller country, it's it's worse. You yeah. know, and you see you you see the effect. We have so many states here. So I was telling my my uh, with Al. I was talking with Al, which is my old stepdad. But he's you know, long story. He's still friendly here. So <laughs> um, I was talking. I was talking. I was telling them. I understand from an American standpoint when we have all these immigrants coming in, yeah. you know, like I feel you, like yeah. if I put myself, I'm putting myself in your shoes. Right. And, and it's hard for a lot of people to do that. Yeah. Because they don't want no, to own is. up to, you know, and it's crazy because they don't want to know, own up to the fact, but that's how reality is. And, yeah. and people are, are selfish. Yeah. A lot of people are selfish and they got to realize yeah. this is the American people country. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's the truth. Like some people don't want to hear the truth or they block out the truth. There is a, there is a quote that my um my uncle, which is the one that's the salesperson, he was like, "There's a quote where it's called, people. I think I can remember this. People that that hate something. I hate the truth. People that oh, people that think the truth is hate speech hate the truth. No, nope. they don't want to believe the truth. Like, but um, but it's crazy what you're saying because um, because the, the one thing they twist is like we're not saying we don't want anyone coming to the United States. Of course. Obviously, United States is built on immigration. Well, of course. And we welcome everyone. Like, no one's saying, like, we don't want anyone coming in. We're just saying there's a right way to do it. Exactly. We want you to come in legally. We want you to contribute. We want you to, you know, pay your fair share. Like, we're all here paying our fair shares. And then there's people that are just skipping out. And then they got to – and the crazy part is those people are the ones that actually suffer more because they didn't do it the right way. And they're trying to, like, hide. And they're trying to – and it's it's a shitty life for them. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not a good life. Yeah. So, like, it's, that's the craziest part. It's, you know what? Another thing I think about is, I mean, I don't mean to sound, <laughs> like, very mean. Yeah. But how come countries, even though I'm an immigrant. Right. I'm an immigrant. Yeah. And, like, I should be like, okay, why didn't I do it? I understand that. Yeah. But how come a country can't self-improve? Like, instead of fleeing, not fleeing, but, like, leaving for better opportunity. Why can't the opportunities be there? Oh, is it the culture? Saying. Well, the, the, I think the problem is sometimes it's dictatorship. Okay. So, like, for um, Cuba, it was for a while. I don't think he – I think he died. Uh, Fidel Castro? Yes. Yeah, of course. So, he was a dictator. Yeah, and, like, what happened was uh, he was the one that just said, all right, screw – like, I'm, I'm in control. Like, screw you guys. Like, and he didn't take care of the people. But the difference between the United States that people don't understand, like, I, I – and I think this is where um, people that are um, – from different countries that come over and like that's why they normally go to the other side because like they don't really understand too much about the structure of the United States mm-hmm. and the history is we have we're not dependent on the government like you can do whatever you want to do of course 
Like you're here on this podcast on your own free will. You could have been doing anything you wanted, but you decided to join me on the podcast, right? Of course. You could have any job you want. Of course. You know, with reason. Like obviously you have to go with the qualifications. Mm-hmm. You got to make your mark in the company. You got to do whatever. But you work hard. Yeah, and work hard. Mm-hmm. But you can literally do anything. You could be the poorest person and be the richest person by the end of your lifetime. Yeah. And that and that and that's where the difference you, is. You can also be poor, but be rich because remember, I don't know. I forgot where, where I read this from, but they gave a good example. Somebody that makes $35,000 a year but mm-hmm. does not have any debt yeah. compared to somebody that makes $100,000 a year but has debt up the ass. Who's yeah. richer? Right. Who's more wealthy? Yeah, it's, it's more – what you're talking about is more of um, like what you see. Like sometimes you like see something and it's not really true. Correct. It's well, almost like someone's tricking you. Yes. Yes. Like yeah. you're it, – it's like um, – like probably a good example of like materialistic people like you know they 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 tend to spend more like people who are like people who are less materialistic that probably make $35,000 a year they're probably living the best life because with that money you can rent a room go to Spain go to Italy you know whatever you want to do live your life and you're straight as long as you have you don't have any kids and sometimes you you know you don't have any pets because pets can be (laughs) a little bit of a bother sometimes when it comes to traveling but yeah, and, and America is just great because, like you said, you can be born poor, and it happens all the time. And by the way, real quick to add on to that, you can literally go broke multiple fucking times <laughs> yeah. and still make it in this country. Yeah, with, the right, with the right legal moves. Yeah, the right legal moves. But like, cause um, did you know uh, Walt Disney? He went bankrupt about eight times, seven Holy to eight shit. times, and wow. still made Walt Disney. And that's and everyone knows Walt Disney. I mean, yeah. people travel from the yeah, from other the countries there's to come other, here. There's other countries Disney. that have. Oh well, we have the Walt Disney yeah. original, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, but yeah. I mean now, yeah, now yeah, it's probably it's, a trademark. So yeah. now, like you said, like now it's probably in other countries as well. And it's a small idea. Yeah, but he literally like, and I think they said he had like uh, psychotic breakdowns, like because he went bankrupt so many times. He's like, fuck, like how do I like how do I get out of this? Yeah. And um, he got denied on financing for it, like a billion, like almost like a lot of fucking times, like 30, 20 times, like to get funding because he was trying to pitch this amusement park and people are like, dude, you don't have a fucking penny. Like, <laughs> like, how do I know? Like, it's not going to go bankrupt yeah. and then you're not, you're going to lose it all. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, and back then it was really hard. It wasn't, it wasn't easy to get bank loans back then. You had to have like wealth, network, yeah. you had to like, you had to have a lot of things to get yeah. loans back then. We didn't have credit cards, we didn't have any of this stuff back then. Top of them. imagine like the computer system, how bad the technology was that like a yeah. banker had to kind of know you to be like, all right, I'll give you some, I'll give you a loan. If you don't know you, I gotta get to know you though. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. Like when it come when you come down to it, it is a, uh, it, it just, it, it is mind blowing, but people don't think about that. Yeah, like people no. just, it was kind of crazy. Cause this kind of reminds me of, um, I was watching this uh, speech and the guy was like, it's almost like with success, like people see the after, but they never see like the before. So like he was talking about, like you see that a lot with like um, any um, weight loss commercials or anything. You always see the before and after, but you never see the in-between on how hard they had to work to get to that, that position where they had that amazing body or whatever. And people just think like, oh, it's so easy. Like I yeah. can just go take this pill and lose yeah. all this weight and I'll be looking like that. And that's not, that's the same thing with success, like with money, financials, like anything you take, you got to sacrifice things in between in order to get to that place. And, and the reality is people don't want to do that. People are like, oh, it's too hard. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do something that's easy. And the reality is like there is nothing that's easy. And why would you want it to be easy? Why wouldn't you want it to be hard? And then once you get there, you're like, oh, my gosh. Or like you look behind you and you're like, holy shit. You're like, I just did all that and against the odds. Like against everyone telling me I couldn't do it, I did it. Yeah. That's the craziest part. Yeah. People got to learn that. 
having things that to look back is is like that's a memory that you'll never like that you have above a lot of people. Yeah. Like when you work your ass off and you just become successful and you're like, damn, I did all that. And people, the thing is, people don't appreciate time that much. And they, yeah, they think, waste a lot of time. And, and they think about, okay, time. Sometimes when you're like, oh, well, I'm living my best life, right? <laughs> like, oh, uh, that's what time is. Living my best life. I'm going to drink here. I'm going to drink. But like, there's never that time of like, you got to remember, you're here for, uh, let's say, an average of 100 years. Yeah. 90 to 100 years. What, it, like, the point of life is like, well, you have to leave something behind that is your legacy. Right. Because if you're not, then you're just another filter in the world. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, um, this one guy just recently died. I didn't know him. Like, he was an actor. Uh, we can even take Mac Miller because you obviously know Mac yeah, Miller. All right, so when Mac Miller died, you know how many times he was on the news? Like, he probably got more publicity when he died yeah, than course. he did his whole entire life. Of course. All they right. Were, they were bashing him when, when uh, he released his album because Astroworld, which is Travis Scott's album, oh, wow. released the same day. Oh, wow. And they're like, and people were saying, why the fuck am I going to listen to this when Astroworld just came out? Right. Yeah. And Astroworld was a dope album. I don't know. I suggest Mac Miller's album, Swimming. Yeah, it's a really good bro. Oh, man, Classic. I love that album. Classic. Yeah, I love Classic. it. <laughs> but, like, you know, they're just bashing him because – but he died, and I think that – I mean, I, I believe his death was, like – I think it was fucked up. Um, well, he, he definitely fucked up on that. Yeah, he – I think you know, he was going through shit, though. Yeah, it's, I, it's I think he was going through a lot of shit with that breakup. Yeah. And, like, dude, like, it was kind of fucked up because, like, she ended up uh, – Ariana Grande ended up going out Peter, with – Peter, whatever. Yeah, like, and they got – they were, like, yeah, engaged, engaged, like, two days after they <laughs> broke up. I was like, bro, oh. what's going on in Hollywood, bro? <laughs> Ariana Grande used to live in uh, – she was born in Boca Raton, you know? Yeah, I met this one girl, and they were like, yeah, like, uh, we knew her. They kind of – they didn't like Mac Miller. They were like, oh, I saw Mac Miller uh, – in the mall or something like one of the malls and they're like, Oh, I wanted him to like give me a handshake or something or like a hug. And it was like a girl. Uh -huh. And, and he had, and he was like, I got shit on my hands or whatever. And I was <laughs> like, but maybe he did have shit in his hands. And he just like, like you got to understand, like you yeah. look at him as an icon, but he looks at you as like, he looks at himself and like the world is just like, I'm just a regular person like you. And people don't realize that yeah. people go up to him and they're like, Oh my God. And he's just like, Dude, I don't, I don't know why you're all hyped. Like, I'm yeah. just a regular person. Yeah. And that was Mac Miller. Matt, yeah. like, that's why I really liked Mac Miller in the rap game because he wasn't – he did show off, but it was, like, within boundaries and respect. And, and a rapper, you know. Yeah, it's and, like, and it's, it's part, part of the rap it's game. It's part of the rap it game. Is. It's your and, image. And he's also young. Like, he yeah. started when he was really, really young. So, like he said, that's when he got into drugs. Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza. Yeah, Kool-Aid mm -hmm. and Frozen oh, That's a good song, too. But, um – what was I gonna say? He but, young, yeah, yeah, he got when he was young. Yeah, well, yeah. he, well, he, like, he said that he was like, I was really, really young. I was in my early twenties, and he's like, I got a lot of money, and drugs just became accessible because I was really wealthy at a young age. And he was like, I already kind of had a drug problem when I was, you know, doing the rap game, and then it just helped. It, it basically boosted me to get more into drugs. And with the people he's hanging around with, you know, yeah, that too, because the rap game is well known for yeah, drugs. For drugs, yeah. yeah. Those um, those Zans, right? All these rappers Zans, are dying from the Zans. Yeah, Lean, Lean now is very popular. Yeah, that was one that he struggled with a lot. Yeah, I know that's, that for sure. That's great. I mean, weed, you know, even though it's, it's a little bit regulated, but still, you know, it's it's a little bit of a debate sometimes. Uh, yeah. Just because it's such a strong subject, there's a lot of there's a lot of opinion. That's the that's the thing. There's a lot of opinion. That's why it becomes a subject. Yeah, I I, I think with the with like marijuana and stuff like that, I just think it's a hot topic because. Like, it's a hard it's a hard topic because there are proven theories for medical use. I think people I think people at that look at it like like it's the way you're looking at it. But I'm not 
and I'm for medical marijuana, by the way. Like, I'm for it. My problem is I think people use that as an excuse to just get high every single day. And that's where they're messing up because they're using something that's a pro yeah. and they're confusing it with something that's negative. Yes. Like, I, like, you, like come on. Like, you obviously know you're not going to be the most productive person if you're getting high 24-7, 360, you know, 365 a year. Like, yeah. it, it, you're, there's no way you're going to be productive. You're, gonna, you're just going to be hazed out and – you're not going to want to work. Exactly. And, and I, I feel like things like that, you know, eventually you just lose your place in the world. Yeah. Like you're so numbed out that you just lose your place in the world. And, you know, it, it's like everything. It, it's like, like overeating, you know, you're going to get addicted to it. Like no matter what, a lot, a lot of people, I, I hear a lot of people, oh, weed's not addicting. But then like, shit, it can't do nothing without them being high, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like that with, with food. Like, sometimes people are just overeating like crazy. Damn, we're an hour in? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep going for a little bit because we didn't even get to the top. Yeah, we didn't even get to the top. I know, yeah, we're just yeah, chilling. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's good, good though because people yeah. like that. Like, like people like when you're just talking about, like, stuff and and it, it, it becomes a good conversation. Yeah. And it's better, it's better than Sterling because I'm not, like, <laughs> no, like, Sterling might be watching this, but no offense, it was just – it's just hard with him because he's not a very like social individual. Like I went out with him. Um, yeah. Chug that. Chug that. Chug it. Yeah. He's still on his first cup. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to get on this game. Hang on. <laughs> oh yeah. Gabbiano. Yeah. It's Italian stuff, but I had like three glasses of wine before this too. At a party. At a golf party. Like we were watching golf. <laughs> we're from the PGA. Nice. But, um, yeah, and I was talking. I was talking to this lady, Phyllis, that I go and play golf with, and she was just giving me some like financial advice and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Some swing lessons too. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Of Dude, that's just hard, bro. No, it is. It's just hard. Technique. Yeah. No, the the worst part about golf is that um, what happens is you you almost want to swing like a baseball bat. Yes. And it's not it's not a side to side. It's it's an up and down motion, and that's and it's it's really all technique. You get your posture correct. So it is. It's, it's really hard. hard. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I, I, Top Golf. I've only been there once. That's the last time I'm going. I thought that was a waste of money for me. For me, I know it's it's nice place. To I don't hang. like Top Golf either. I'd rather go to a real range. But yeah, I'll, you get to the yeah. one in BC, Broward, in North. I've gone there once. They have like it's like okay. It's like simple. Yeah, but it's cheap. I heard it's I, like cheap. I like the one. It's um right in Market over here. It's uh or Oriel. They have like they have one that I play on every single Sunday morning. It's like a nine hole. And you can walk it. Is that before 95? No, no. It's, um, you know where Five Guys is? Where Publix is right now? You know where Rainbow Middle is? Yes. Obviously. Yeah. If you go a little bit past, yeah, and the Publix it's on your right. left. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like in a neighborhood. It's kind of hidden almost. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's back there. It's like a little woodlot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's right back there. Okay. Yeah, right back there. So uh, we play the nine hole over there, but they have a professional section. It's a little bit further down. And they have a range, and I like that one because you can drive, practice your, your driving, and you can practice your um, chipping. They have, like, closer holes where you can chip to. Oh, nice. And the chipping is, like, the hardest one because I always overswing for the longest time. So I started practicing that, and I got way better at chipping. And that's the biggest problem because, like, I'll drive, I'll get really close, I'll be maybe, like, two feet away from the actual hole, and then, like, I try to chip, and I, like, I overswing, and then I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and, I'm, and then I got to, like, make it up, and then it sucks, because, like, then you got to putt, and then, like, by the time you putt, it's, like, six. Six yeah. strokes already, and you're like, fuck, like, the fuck. <laughs> you, you've been to the golf course right here uh, in the, uh, I think it's the Woodmont one, right? That's the one I'm probably talking about. 
It's like an 18 hole and it's like pro. Like oh, it's right pro. Here, across the street. Oh, really? It's like you, you come out of my neighborhood, you make a right, you go on straight, you pass on. I haven't played that, man. It's like they're actually rebuilding. There's so many over here, yo. So yo, like literally just go to every single block. There's there's like a little mini golf course yeah. back there. And they're hitting too. The funniest thing, funniest thing is like you'll find great golf courses here hidden in like neighborhoods. Yes. They're just hidden. Like unless you looked them up, like you would never even like, or like you just went to go drop a friend off or something and you just spot it. You're like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Let me <laughs> try that out. I've been to the one over on, um, uh, no, maybe that was Oriel. Yeah, it was Oriel. But there was one that was sketchy. Like there was a hole where there's traffic. You can see the traffic going. And like there's just a little gap where like if you just overswing to the left, you're hitting a car. And I was so sketch because I'm like – because sometimes I do I, – I, I don't really swing to the right. I um I chip it, and it goes – it curves a lot. Okay. Like when I'm warming up or like I, I don't get the proper swing going. And I chip it, and it just goes straight left and turns right. Over time, it just starts going right. So, like, I was scared. I was like, what if, <laughs> I, what if it goes, like, all the way left and just hits a car and, like, someone gets into an accident because, like, golf yeah. ball. Like, I mean, Dude, that's, that's a serious bullet, That's a bullet right there. Yeah, the one guy we play with, yo, it's it's a straight bullet. Straight, like, if you got hit with that, like, you probably, like, you're definitely going to the hospital. Yeah, definitely. There, there's no question about it, you're going to the hospital. Because they're not even soft balls. Like, they're, they're hard-ass yeah. little, like, balls. See. My estamos en el Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she need you? No, she's leaving. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's just funny because, like, I was talking to him before. I was like, yeah, my mom came in one of these podcasts before. But, like, you're not just giving. <laughs> I don't live with my mom. She lives with me. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny though. But it's but it is pretty funny because like, is like we were just talking about this before we even started. I was like, yeah, my mom came in on one of these before, and then like, and then like all we heard was his mom calling for him, and then she like came in. <laughs> it's like okay, I don't know if he had to go or whatever. But, no, no, no. but that's funny. But um, yeah, let's talk about these topics real yeah, quick. Of course. Um, and then we'll wrap it up. But all right, so the first topic is. Why should you care about have or what is this again? Oh, why should you care about other people? My bad. So you can, you can start if you want. Okay. Um, I think that people. Are, okay, you having people in your life is actually very important because that's really what makes you. You know, have you ever heard that expression where it's like four rich people? If you hang out with four rich people, you're gonna be the fifth. Yeah, it's almost like you are – like your surroundings, you become what your surroundings are. Correct. So if someone's really wealthy around you and like maybe there's there's three other wealthy people that you surround yourself with a lot, they'll rub off on you and like you'll start taking some of the, the wealthy traits. Of course, and, and I think that's just a big part of life. You guys, you guys got to realize that if you guys hang around with people – and, you know, let me talk about this really quick because yeah, sure. um, it's not that I've been losing friends over the past year. It's just that – I have. I'm, I came to a point in my life where I realized that if I can't really, it's not that I want to feed off you, okay. But if you if you can't benefit our our own lives, like us as friends, then you know, like there really is no point because there's a lot of people that don't appreciate time and don't see things the way we do, right? You know, especially since like I know you're really heavy into inspirational videos and they and like. They really concentrate on the, like, the time term. Like, what is time? And you got to really think about time. Like, people are just living life and thinking, oh, you know, I'm never going to die. Right. And it's like, nah. I'll add on something, like, a minute after you're done. But, yeah. 
<clears throat> I had the same issue. So, I, like, I know exactly what you're saying. So, what um, my my point on this or my viewpoint is, when I first started getting into motivational videos and I started getting into like urgency with time, um, and they say like time is money, right? So, in my mind, I'm like, all right, if time's money. And these wealthy people are constantly hustling their asses off and they're trying to go and get what's theirs and they're doing all this shit. They don't have a lot of time to bullshit, yeah. right? And that's the biggest problem that me and him face in our generation is there's, there's people that always want to play video games. There's always people that want to go in and watch Netflix. There's always people that want to maybe smoke some weed and, and, and drink. Yeah, drink all day. Go to the bars, go, go to the, the clubs. Bar. Yeah. That's the biggest problem I had for a while was the clubs. Like everyone wants to go to clubs and spend like $50 a night and then uh, get, you know, you're hungover the next day. And, you can't do nothing the next day. Yeah, and you're in bed for, like, the whole fucking day. I've called out work before because I went out, like, on a work, a work night. And I'm like, I can't fucking go to work like this. Yeah. And um, so I lost. And I don't, I don't look at it as I lost. I look at it as I gained. And the reason for it is because even though there's a lot of people that um, I drifted apart from, the real OG state. Yes. So people like Fabrizio, like me and Fabrizio don't hang out all the time, but I can hit up Fabrizio whenever. And it, and it's like, you know, it's, it's just like we left it. Like, it, like there's no beef. There's, there's zero conflict. We can talk about whatever. And it, and it is hard to find those people because like, like I said, like my ex and like, like I said, I don't, I don't care your political viewpoints. I don't care like what you want to do with your life. Um, as long as you're not trying to hold me down to your standards and you're not trying to like, make me become something that I don't want to become and hold me back. I'm fine with it. I mean, that's, that's your life. That's what you want to do. But the problem with like I had with my ex, which was, um, she didn't want to do anything. She didn't want to grow as a person. And I'm like, Oh, look, I've gone to this seminar. I've gone and met this person. Like I went out last night and, and she would have laughed at me for doing it. Like my mom even laughed at me. Like I went to a fish fry. All right. Let me explain this to you. Cause this will go hand in hand to what you're saying. People just don't understand. People are living in their little bubbles and they're just like, okay, like I'm just going to go to the store. I'm going to work a nine to five and you know, I'm going to have some money problems, but it's okay. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to have financial freedom? But that's the other thing people don't realize either is they're talking about slavery and all this stuff. Right. But we're all enslaved by the dollar. Yeah. We're all enslaved by the dollar. You're, yeah. you're wasting your time because you're, you're 85% of your time is working. So why not use that to your advantage, work your ass off and get wealthy and then get financial freedom where you can do whatever the fuck you want. They, see, they have it all in reverse. Yeah. They do. They're trying to live their life because they're like, oh, I'm young. I'm young. But that's your advantage point. Like if you can realize what we're talking about at our age, it's to your advantage. And the reason I say that is because my, like the reason I am the way I am is because my dad, my dad fucked up hard. My dad went and played it safe. He got comfortable and basically got let go from a job that he was making about 80 grand a year, which by the way, is still not a lot. Okay. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It really is. Especially it sounds now, like a lot. Now, now, nowadays, you know. It's, yeah. It's, plus, plus taxes, plus, plus taxes. all of this stuff. Yeah. And he had two kids. So those are two, you know, financial responsibilities that he has to play a role into yeah. plus his wife. So yeah. you, you, people don't think about this. And then, so what happened was he was with this company for 24 years gets let go, didn't educate himself, didn't, and he was a computer programmer, so he was working on the credit card machines back when credit cards just came out, nice. and he was a coder, so whenever you swipe the card, he would do the coding, 
where it would send it to the from the vendor to the bank and then the code back from the bank to the vendor to approve or deny. Correct. So that's what he was doing. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So he ended up doing that and then didn't educate himself through the company, didn't do anything, got a boss that didn't like him, fired him, got let go. Fuck. Got outsourced. Like a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, got outsourced, didn't know his market anymore because, you know, now he's not working at the same company or whatever. And he's older now. Like now and now he's in his 50s. People are looking for long-term people. That's why, like, you know, they look for a younger audience because, like, all right, I can use this kid. This kid will stay with me for 20 or 30 years and we'll get 30 years out of this kid. <laughs> so, and, and they'll move up. up in the company. That's fucked up. And dude. that's how they look at it. Yeah. And yeah. it is fucked up, but, like, you got you got to think how they're thinking. Some people are okay with it. Yeah, but – you gotta, you gotta think of it like if you want a job somewhere, you gotta go into that atmosphere and be like, all right, this is what they're looking for. Because that's how I get jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't go there and I go, hey, I'm here to benefit myself. I introduce myself and I go, what do you guys need? Like how can I benefit you guys as an employee? You know how many people don't fucking do that? <laughs> and, that and like I'm telling you, like I walk into like I, I got this interview for this uh, for the job that I was talking about, and I talked about this on another podcast. And I'm kind of like going around a lot, but. Um, it, I'm trying to get to the point of what you're saying, but I went and my mom's like, my mom's a, like a very paranoid person, okay. like an extremely paranoid person. And, and I'm like, and she's the one that kind of got me, um, involved with this company cause she's in the legal department. Okay. So yeah. she knew the person that was going to hire me, but like, she's, she just, she just got me like, she just talked to the lady and, and the lady's like, all right, they're looking for more people. So she's like, Hey, my son wants a job. He's looking for full time. He's part time right now. Pull his um pull his resume and then see if you want to interview him and they and then from there it's all him. Like I'm just trying to tell you, like, you know, he's a good person, like he has references, like I have major, major references on my uh my uh, resume. Yeah, because I did things that other people didn't want to do in my company. So I got like board of directors, I got all these people, right? And I get the interview and my mom's like, right before I go, my mom's like, uh just be yourself. Like just be yourself and like everything will be okay. Like she'll love you. And I'm like, and like, she's like, good luck. And I'm like, mom, I don't need fucking luck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go get this fucking job. That's what I, I swear to God. That's what I told her. I was like, mom, thanks for, thanks for the advice. I'm like, I got this. I'm going to walk away with that fucking job. I swear to God. Yeah. And I get out of the interview and she's like, so how did, and she was like, oh man, I really hope you got the job. I was like, mom, I got the fucking job. I swear to God. I was like, I got the job. I'm like, trust me. I killed the fucking interview. And, like, because I went in there, and, and they're just, like, she reads the resume. And there's another thing that you guys don't realize either, or at least our – well, it's not even our generation. It's everyone. Your resume is the fucking first impression. Yes. So when I went in there, she was like, yo, I was so impressed. And this is how I got the – I got this – I got all these other jobs because the resume. And I'm, like – I go in there, and she's like, I was really impressed with your resume. you got to understand we go through 150 of these a day, and they all fucking suck. Would you put pictures in there? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> I just – it was like, she's like, the biggest thing is grammar. Like, people don't check grammar. They don't do spell check. They don't, and like, they have all these missing spelled words. How? It's, they do it for you. I know. It's just they, spell check. It's, it's one button, guys. It's one button, and it spell checks wow, everything. Yeah, dude. they're stupid. Bro, laziness, but of this generation. No, it is. And the, and the funny thing, too, is, so she was like, I like that. And then she'd ask me questions, and she's like, um, what was the question she asked me? I like, I turn around, and I'm just like, whoa. Like, uh, I was like, she asked me, um, uh, damn, what was the fucking thing that she was telling me? She was like, so where do you see yourself? Oh, this is the one that everyone fucks up on. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I'm like, and I learned this in high school. Like, this is the only thing I ever picked up in high school was, uh, (laughs) and I think you took this class, by the way. Um, 
Uh, it was like a business intro to business. Sevens. No, it was a guy. He had glasses, and I think he was a finance uh, person, and he used to like middle school or high school. High school. I always forget his name. Twelfth grade. Uh, yeah, in the end. No, I have the sevens. All right, yeah. But I, that's because um, remember that uh, that class yeah. was the first year they had that. Oh wow. I think I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was business intro to business, intro and, to business. And, and something, and they taught you like car thing, like how to buy a car and shit. Yeah, like they that. they taught like, you like interest, accumulated yeah, interest, interest yeah, which yeah, is a big thing. They taught you about um how to do a handshake. That's what I learned about. Shout out to my sevens of star. Yeah, hell yeah. I actually think the guy that was in my class in high school, um, I shook his hand and I was like, oh, I appreciate everything you told me. Because that's what started my business path. Okay. I, I went to that class and I'm like, I was fucking new. I was a fucking businessman, you know. I'm going <laughs> to fucking kill it. Nice. And the funniest thing too is like he played the apprentice, or the, uh, pre- apprentice with Trump like the first season or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's he played nice. the apprentice. Or, uh, I keep saying it wrong. You're fired. Yeah, you like fired. fired. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so funny because he played that, and like that was before he was even running for president, uh-huh. or like even probably announced yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, but he just played it because like back then, like he was hyped as like a businessman, of course. So like it was just funny, but um, nobody, uh, nobody, everybody got to realize nobody hated Trump when before the president. No, they didn't. Nobody. Oh, the media loved him. Dude. Loved, loved him. And like, <laughs> yo, like just think about it. Like, look at that switch. It, it, it just, is crazy. The media just. It is. It's weird. They hit the wall. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what was I gonna say um, yeah, fuck, we're coming out off topic. But uh, yeah, that's the first class I took in, in high school, or not first class. That's the like the first business real class I took, and he did like interest in the stock markets mm-hmm. and all that, all yes. the good stuff on investing. And yes, I remember to this day, he's like, "There's three fucking people in this world." He said, "There's the one person we call the spender that'll never have money. There's the second person who's the saver. He'll always have money." Then there's the third person. He's the saver slash investor or the investor. He'll always have a he. He'll always have more than enough money. Okay, nice. And I was like, oh shit. And funny enough, I took that class and I inherited like my grandfather ended up giving us um four grand a piece. Oh. I talked to my cousin yesterday. He's like, I didn't get fucking four grand. He's like, I got like <laughs> he's like I got like two and a half or something. It's funny as fuck. I was like, really? I got four grand? Yeah, I don't know yeah. about you, but I got fucking four grand. But um. <laughs> and I took that class, and we learned about the stock market because at that at that time we were like eighteen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this. I've never heard of anything about investing because you know you're not marketed at that age to go invest your money and shit. And most people probably don't even have the money anyways yeah. at age eighteen. They're yeah. probably spending it on bullshit. And we had a lot of kids that came in with these high end cars and shoes. So, yeah, clothes. shoes. Yeah, shoes is a big one. They're spending yeah. all their money yeah. on shoes. These high end Nikes. There's, a, there's a big wave in shoes. Yeah, right? I even right now it's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's. I saw Air Mags, $12,000. Yeah. You can buy a car with that. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> but um, but anyways, we got like four grand. Everyone else spent it. And then when I took that class and I got the four grand, I'm like, oh, shit, yo, like, this isn't my money. I'm going to invest this money. So I go and my mom had a uh, stock broker who I still call this day. Um, nice. re- like really cool dude. And um, and I call him and I'm – or I didn't call him. I'm like, Mom, set up an appointment with, like, your your guy and I'll go. And, like, she was telling him, like, oh, yeah, he's 18. He wants to go and invest his money. And he was, like, impressed. He's like, all right, I'll sit down. I'll give him some time. I'll sit down with him. So we drive up to Fort Lauderdale. We're on, like, the fucking 12th floor, like, nice. crazy-ass, like, skyscraper. Go up there and I introduce myself. At age 18, now, let me tell you something. Like, 
You don't hear that, yo. Yeah, no. You don't fucking hear that. Like, I even, like, because at the time I was, like, 18. Like, I didn't fucking know anything. I wasn't like, all right, I'm going to be the, the biggest businessman in the world. I just thought, like, all right, I have four grand. I have the time. And that's the biggest thing in the stock market is people, like, I don't have time. And now you know what to do with it. Yeah, and, and I learned the rule of seven and yeah. shit. So I was going through, and I sat down with him. I talked to him. I was like, yeah, I know the rule of seven. I know all this shit. And he's like, for an 18-year-old, what the fuck? He's like, you know all this shit? And I was like, yeah, yo, my fucking teacher showed me this shit. And he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, listen. He's like, I deal with major, major money here. He's like, I'm talking like hundreds, maybe even millions of fucking dollars a day. And he's like, but listen. He's like, I like you. He's like, you're 18. He's like, you got a good head on your shoulders. He's like, you'll be my smallest account that I finance. But he's like, I'll do it just for you. Oh, shit. Give him the four grand. Uh, like four years later, it turned into like, like I think almost like six grand. Okay. Which mm-hmm. is like, which is nothing. Like, you know, it's not a lot. But you no, have to understand, okay. I, I, at age 18, I didn't put a lot of money in there. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know about all and that And you're stuff. positive. It's not negative. Yeah. And I'm positive. Like, I didn't lose money. Yeah. Dude, that's. Yeah. And like, and and think about this. I got six grand from, from. So I got four grand originally. That wasn't my money. I never, I didn't make, I didn't earn it. I didn't do anything. My grandfather just gave it to me. He put his money in, in government bonds. Then I got the money at age 18. No one else had their fair share. Everyone is gone. So now we're like eight, maybe like six years in. Everyone is broke. I still have money in the fucking bank. Yo. <laughs> that, that's the funniest thing, yo. And I tell people, and like, I tell like everyone this at like, when we go to like family meetups, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I still have that money invested, bitch. <laughs> and I'm just like, so what I did now was, um, should have hit up my guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should have asked me for the fucking broker's name, yo. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, what I was going to say, but I was telling him uh, the other night, um, cause I recently ran into Grant Cardone, uh, with like, now he's doing this Cardone capital, which is multifamily. And, like, we all know eventually, like, we're going to go through some type of economical crash. Sure. I honestly don't – everyone's telling me it's real estate. I don't think it's going to be real estate. I think it's going to be um, government loans, like student loans. Okay. Because we're, we're – with student loans, you could take every credit card in the United States and add it up, and we still are, like, three times – we still have, like, three times more um, student loan debt. Wow. And that's, like – and that's all government loans. Those are the worst loans to have. That was the best. That was the first thing I learned too. Is like if you could avoid any loan, stay clear of student government loans. Dude, my mom's pushing me to get loans. Really? I'm like, I'm like, mom. First of all, I don't make I don't make that much bad. I don't make bad money. Just start saving, and you can do payments. Where Where are you trying to go? Just like regular BC. Yeah, and like trust me, yo. Like, all right, so. Since you're talking about BC, and this is going to help for Breezio, because, like, I'm basically at the end. I have this last class. I'm going to walk away with a two-year degree. And, like, you know, even though, like, people have bachelor's and shit. But people are coming back, all right? And I'll give you something with my sister. My sister is going to come back. She's about, I think, $30,000. Wow. Took out this one loan. And this is how they fuck you. He took out this one loan, and it was an accumulation loan. Meaning, like, once she graduated, or as she's going through school, it's accumulating money. She doesn't have to pay it back until she graduates, but it's still accumulating interest and money onto the loan. So she took out, let's say she took out 15 grand and it, it like later on after like two, four years, of, uh, four years, a four year um, degree, she went for a bachelor's. Um, so let's say she took out 15 grand. Now she has 30,000 30, grand. So it accumulated over four years to 15 grand. Wow. That's how they fuck you. Cause and then the other thing they do too is they're like, oh, you don't have the funds to get this? Have your parents co-sign. So now it backfires on your parents because you might, you know, you get out 
And, you know, now the problem is they can't find jobs because they're not doing internships. They don't have the experience. They have the degree, but they don't have the experience. And when I went to um, North Carolina, because she got a scholar, uh, soccer scholarship, mm-hmm. that's why, like, she went there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it paid for, like, half. She didn't get a full ride. She got, like, a 75% ride or something like that. Yeah, that's why yeah, she had yeah. to take out loans. But, um... Damn, that's expensive. Oh, because it's out of well, state. Well, it's out of state. She's oh, getting hit with out of state dude, fees. Dude, that's so bullshit. Yeah, I know. How is. the hell? Oh, because it's government loans, dude. Like... It, you guys got to understand college is a fucking business and no one fucking tells yes. you that. Think about it. It's the same idea with Nike's, Adidas, Converse. It's the same idea. You're paying for the brand of the school, just like you're paying yeah. for brand of shoes. Yeah. You can get shoes for $20 and have an okay <laughs> brand, or you can go and spend $100 on Nike's. AKA BC to UC, UF. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So that's what people aren't thinking about. That's true, dude. And then the biggest benefit that happened. So by the way, like I'm walking away with a two year degree and I have zero student debt, zero. These kids are coming back with these four, seven, eight year degrees, $80,000, $100,000 of debt. Dude. And, they're, and they can't find a fucking job. Yeah. Okay. So that's fucked up. Uh, like, so just like, just be careful. Cause like, you also have to understand like your parents, your parents aren't going to college. They're, they're not looking into it either. So like, that's what you gotta be. Cause my mom was the same way. My mom's like, go to college, go to college, go to college. And I'm like, and like, I didn't want to go to college by the way. Like I, I was like, fuck that. Like I don't need college. Like there's, sex, there's successful people that make these companies. Yeah. Like they don't have, like they don't even fucking graduate from high school. Yeah. And like, I knew that was the truth, but my problem was, um, I had so many people telling me like, you gotta go to college, gotta go to college, gotta go to college. And then I'm like, fuck you. Like I gotta go to fucking college. Like how the fuck am I going to start this business with no money? Yeah. How the fuck am I going to do this? And then, so like my mom convinced me to go to college. My grandparents convinced me to go to college. Like my fucking aunt and uncle uh, convinced me to go to college. Like everyone convinced me. Like, <laughs> like, like I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'll just go. I'll see what it's about. Yeah. I go. And then, you know, I, it, my problem was like in the beginning, I was just going to school, like high school, going to school, coming home. But yeah. what you should be doing is networking. Yes. It's a networking opportunity. So people like what I just said, go to school and come home. That's what these people are doing when they should be networking, going, getting like experience through internships, going to meet this person, meet that person, meet that. Cause it's all, it's just a connection. It's a house. It is. So it falls back on the topic. Yeah. Like you gotta, if a lot of people got to realize, okay, you're going for law for law. Right. Yeah. But you're hanging, you're still hanging out. I mean, even though like, even though you have your friends, remember, you always have your true friends that will never go nowhere no matter what. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were talking but, about that. Yeah, but <laughs> this is good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what you have to realize is if you see a group of people, and I'm talking about school. I, I don't go to school. I went to school for, I want to say, about a year and a half. I'm almost done with my AA, but I just had problems at home, you know, and, 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 yeah, and it, it takes time. It happens. Yeah. And trust me, it, t- it took me four years to get this fucking two-year degree, and I'm pissed on myself. I mean, like, I set, I, I did stupid shit. Like, I failed classes on purpose. You know, yeah. I went through emotional bullshit, like, kind of yes. what you're saying. Yes. With, um, with that one X, and then I, like, fucking failed art appreciation. Who the fuck fails art appreciation? Yeah. Yeah. And it's because I didn't, I didn't show up. I said, fuck it. I don't yeah. want to go to school. It's depressed. And, um, and, and it's, good, it's, it's good that you got rid of that, bro, because that falls on, the t- like, the people you surround yourself with, bro. If they have poison, they're going to give, they're going to feed you poison. Right. No matter what. Yeah. So, like I said, like if you're looking for a lot of people got to realize is, yeah, you're going to college just to get to get a degree, you know, and to get a good job. Yeah. But you got to realize that there's people in the college that are like about they're about that. OK, I'm going to graduate and I already have a, a, somewhere to go or like a plan to do. You know, you got to you got to start thinking you got to take other people's ideas and then make your own path, because that's like how, for example, melodies and music. Yeah. 
there's a lot of melodies that a lot of people make, but obviously you can't copy it because then you're not the original. Right. People you, people might flow with you for a little bit and they'll be like, well, like what the you fuck? fucking stole this from yeah, this guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the same thing in life. You know, you, you got to just take everybody. That's why you got to hang out with the, the right people, the right connections. And a lot of people do not realize that you gotta, your, your connections are the most vital thing in your life because that's what makes you in the future. Right. But, um, so yeah, it kind of come, it kind of, I guess does come back to like, yeah, let's talk about death, but, um, oh, on, on the, on the other, or not, no, 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 I just completely fucked that up. I meant to say, um, why you should care about yeah, people. That's the next topic we're going to talk about, but real quick. Um, but yeah, I invested, turned into six grand, right? Oh, yeah. I invested that with Cardone Capital. Cause now you don't have to be an accredited investor. It's like the first fund where you can actually invest in multifamily, these big multi-million dollar deals. Like. The deal I'm involved in is a $150 million deal. And one of their, it's two places that the funds go to. The first one is uh, Dallas, Texas. Okay. And the other one is uh, actually in Delray, Florida. Oh, nice. So it's like 40 minutes from, from us. Uh-huh. And I have money invested in that multifamily um, complex. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, we go to days and talk. And maybe we'll talk about that on another one. That's I can good. talk about that with you. It's good because you're close. Yeah. yeah. And, well, the cool thing too is because you're really open-minded, so like we could have a discussion on like money and investment. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. We'll do that for like another um, mm-hmm. another episode because you're definitely gonna come back on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this thing will turn into a five-hour. We beat Joe Rogan's record. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be like, "What oh, the dude, fuck? Who are these kids in, in Tamarack?" Oh, it's fucking crazy because like he has like over a thousand episodes yeah. on YouTube, which is fucking mind-blowing. Dude, dude. you know what's it's wild because the the one with Alex Jones returns. Yeah, that has the most views. Oh, and, really? and it's the longest. Well, four hours and forty minutes. Well, it's because he went through a lot of shit, dude. Like yeah. he got, like I went through a lot of shit. Dude, you guys gotta check that out. If you guys, if you guys uh, ever run into, uh, if you look podcasting, that's a that's a good one. Joe Joe Rogan, especially when he has Alex Jones in there. Yeah, that's a the, it's a brain fuck. It is a yeah. brain fuck. You know, it gets you thinking. Though you may think he's a little crazy, but he gets you thinking. Yeah, I know he definitely does, yeah. and that and that's the important thing. But, um. Some people are probably listening to you like, like, what the fuck? Does this guy like Alex or um Alex Jones? Because <laughs> like some people are just like that guy's a fucking ass. like yeah. people don't like him. Like people there's a lot like of people him. that don't like that. Bro, guy. it's the media, bro. Yeah, it's it's the image that they they present because dude, if if it's also how he presents it though, like yeah, because he's like extreme. Like he's extreme. he's not like me and you he's right extreme. now where we're no, like no. we're chill, no. we're talking. He's like. He's like, he's like, it's the fucking crazy ass motherfuckers. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah. So the nine to five, but fuck the nine to five. <laughs> he's getting serious now. <laughs> yeah, he's just really loud. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's how he gets his point across. He's, he's, like, he's passionate. Yeah, it's because he's, he's so passionate. deeply passionate about yeah. it. But like, it's also like that's why a lot of people don't like him because he's too much. Yeah, it's almost like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can see it. You know, I'm very open minded. I can yeah. see it. Why? You know, I, yeah, but. It's it's like you gotta just realize like that's his speci- like his specialty like that's him yeah that's how, that's 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 his like that's what well, that's spe- what makes him that's what we were talking about earlier like that's what makes him unique out of everyone else exactly. it's like that's how he markets himself exactly like I would market myself that way but but that's why he can no, do it of course it's the same thing with like Trump like that's why like Trump got big because the way he marketed himself of course like he went out and he just fucking blatantly just said shit and. Like some of, a lot of it was the truth. Like some of it probably wasn't, but like, no, but but it's politics. But, it, but it is politics. It's yeah, politics. we were talking about this too. Um, Let's be fair, it's politics. No, it is. But because yeah. yesterday I was at my uh, aunt's birthday, and like we were because we talk a lot about politics, uh-huh. and um, it was funny because 
we were talking about this too, where like there's no politician that has like clean skin in the game. Never. Like they did something that was there's really, always like, dirt. Yeah, there's, there's always, always dirt. dirt. There's always something like in order for you to get to the top, there's always dirt. That's the craziest part. There really is no clean person. There's no. Game. There's no. And and bro, that's that's what's scary about life. Yeah. And going to the death topic, that's what's scary about life. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we'll go into that since we're yeah. talking about this. But yeah. so this topic that we're gonna talk about right now is called um, let's talk about death. And and the reason I put this topic in was because whenever. Whenever you go to like a funeral or um, like whenever I went to a funeral or something, everyone's like, oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Like you hear about this all the time, especially in the news. Like every single day, someone that's famous will or a celebrity will die and they'll be like, oh, my God, did you hear about uh, this person dying? And like, oh, my God, did you hear about this person that passed away? How sad is it? You know, and like so that's why I started talking about this, because people don't understand. And this is what I try to tell people with like celebrities. If they're on TV boasting about the person because they died they didn't really die they left legacy wealth that's what they call legacy wealth so they did something so extraordinary in life that when they died they'll live on forever it's announced yeah and like it's announced and like trust me if you're broadcasted on tv because you died you fucking did something to fucking do that like they don't just put random people up there they put people that are like celebrities people that actually did something in an industry like people that are going to be dearly missed because they did something unique and different. Yeah. So like, that's what I try to tell, like, I'm like, it's not as sad as you think. Like, it's not like he was, um, cause someone just recently died. Something like, uh, Lopez or Liz something. He was an actor. Actor. Was he old? Uh, kind of in fifties, 55, maybe he had a heart attack. I think I, I probably saw it, like on the, but on it's the, like, our, it's, it's not, I didn't really know who he was. Uh-huh. It was like our, our parents' generation. Okay. I really knew him. Okay. So they grew up with him when he was younger. But um, real quick, um, so what I was trying to say is, like, people look at things, like, in the wrong way. Like, it's not like he was 55 and he's, like, them. Like, the person that's telling them that it's sad and whatever, the reason they're telling you that is because they're picturing themselves in that guy's position. And they don't and, – and they're like, fuck, I didn't do anything. And, like, I'm 55. What if I died today? I didn't fucking do anything. Yeah, that's a good-ass point. How crazy is that? Yeah. And that's something I learned, too. Shit. Most of the people, when you get criticized, when they criticize – I learned this from Grant Cardone. It's pretty funny. But, or not funny, but, like, pretty crazy. But um, he said the people that criticize you, the ones that tell you, like, uh, like let's say someone was calling – like, let's say someone's calling you a racist. Okay. The person that's calling you a racist is the racist. Of course. They're talking about themselves. They're not talking about you. They're talking about themselves. Because they probably don't even know you. Yeah. Or like, oh, you're a fucking loser. They're talking to themselves. They're, yeah. fu- they're probably a fucking loser. They feel like they're a loser, so they got to fucking tell you that you're a loser. They're, they're just describing you of how they see it and what they would see as like, like, like let's say somebody somebody that probably does something great, like let's say racist, quote unquote. Yeah. But in their head, they're like, that's not fucking racist. And yeah. somebody else is like, yo, that's racist. No, bitch, you're racist because yeah. you're the one that caught on, you know, like. Bro, imagine if racism was never alive. That's how it would be. Like, yeah. there would be something that would be considered racist. Yeah. But it's really not. Yeah. Since we were talking about politics, like, like we'll talk about this a little bit. But the, I think the biggest problem is people hype this up to be something that's really not. Like, 90% or maybe I could even probably go to, like, even 95% of the fucking United States. It, it, like, it's like, no one is fucking looking at someone and going, like, oh, fuck you because of your color or, like, whatever. I mean, I'm not telling you that there's probably not no one in the world that is like that. Like, there's obviously probably people like uh, like in a KKK clan or something. But majority of the people 
don't look at other people and go, all right, like you're black or you're Spanish or you're Asian and like fuck you, like, like you. I don't like yeah. you. Like that. No, no one fucking does that, right? <laughs> or unless, I say I feel like another thing would be unless they had like maybe an incident with that type of person, but they're so ignorant yeah. that they think that everybody's like that. Yeah. And they're like, oh fuck that. I actually have a point too to make. Um, I don't I, like. I'll see what you say on it since like, cause you're, cause you're, you said Puerto, um, Peru. Peru. Yeah, proven. Yeah, but um. So all right. So so this, this. So you'll get another viewpoint from someone that's not white. So they can't be like, oh, this guy's white. Like, yeah. fuck this guy. <laughs> all right. So that's why I like having like diverse people on here. Just like we'll just have a conversation, and then like they're like, oh, it's not just a white guy on here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, I was gonna say um, but what I found out was most um like especially in the Asian culture and um the Spanish as well that I like with my ex that I saw. And like their Spanish friends and their black friends, those cultures, like especially the Asians, they talk a lot of fucking racist smack yes. within their within like within even each, with each other, each even other, even even them. That's like the most. Yes. Like, and, and the craziest part was like my ex girlfriend would even say that like oh like like be careful what you do around my aunt because my aunt's like the most racist person and like but these are the people that are calling white people racist. Yeah. Yeah, how crazy is that shit? That's fucking crazy. Like, and that's what I was trying to like, I, like, and if you say that to someone that like doesn't believe that, like, to go, oh, you're like, you're a fucking racist for saying that, and it's like, no, dude, like, I've been in different situations where like, like my Vietnamese ex girlfriend's uh, stepmom was talking trash about a coworker that they were being friends, like they were friendly in front of each other. Then they would go home and they talk massive smack and be like that, and like racist like slurs about the other fucking person. And same thing with, like, Spanish and blacks and, like, like it's it's kind of crazy. Like, it really is. Yes, it is. And that's and – real quick before you uh, say mm-hmm. something. But th- that's what we're trying to say here is, like, the people that are calling other people names and things are calling themselves out. Yes. Like, they are the yes, ones are. that are telling you that, oh, you're stupid, you're nothing, whatever. It's because they believe that they're nothing and they're stupid and they're racist yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, that is true. How crazy is that? It's – dude – it's so right because you know what I feel like? I feel like other, if you're not white, yeah, you have that mindset because if, you know, in my, in my lifetime, um, and I feel like it's, it happens to a lot of people that are not white. You cross a path where to the point where like somebody tells you that the white person is racist and that gives you like just a mentality. It starts building a mentality of racism in your head. And, I feel like people just think that they can be racist because they're Hispanic or Asian. Right. And like, they don't think it's like as bad. Right. That's that, that was something I was trying to say too, to someone was like, like, um, I think I was talking to like this black, cause like I, you know, I went into this awkward fucking situation one time where I was, um, I went to my ex-girlfriend. She threw a 21st birthday party. You go to this house and majority of her friends are like, she doesn't really have a lot of like white friends. It's more of like Spanish and most of like, I'd say like 90% of her friends are black and maybe like 5% are Spanish and then maybe like 2% white. Right. And which I don't, I don't care. Like, like don't flip that on me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just telling you, the, I'm just telling you the truth. Like I'm just telling you that's how it is. And, um, uh, her black friend was a, a diehard Democrat. Okay. And she knew that I voted for Trump and she's like, I don't know how the fuck you could vote for Trump. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know how you could vote for Hillary. Like Hillary, out of the two different, out of the two biggest people, Hillary was the most corrupt politician out of any fucking politician. And I'm like, look, like I didn't like right now, like obviously like he's in office, he's doing things. And like, I believe in the stuff that he's putting, putting through like the policies and everything. 
But at the time, I was like, I, I just, I like the fact that he was going to shake up the politicians. Because okay. at the time, he wasn't, he wasn't registered as a, Dem, uh, I mean, a Republican. He was kind of just like, almost like as an independent, but he knew that he couldn't get away with being an independent. He had to go with something that was more towards his, uh, you know, his beliefs, and he had to pick a party and whatever. Yeah, pick a party. Bro. Yeah, that's where he, had get, he had to get some support. Yeah, of course. So he went to the Republican side, which that's where the platform is. Like, yeah, it's it's a Democrat or Republican. Like if you're if you're going independent, you're gonna have a, t- a tough time with yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. But um, fuck, what was I gonna say um. Yeah, but she's kind of getting pissed at me because she's like, I don't know how you could vote for this person. So she's putting a motion in place here. Mm-hmm. She's drunk. I had a couple drinks, so but I but I like whenever I talk to someone, I don't I try to I try to do like what you're saying, open minded. Uh-huh. I try to go in not thinking like, all right, I'm Republican, I gotta stand here, and I'm de- and you're Democrat, you're gonna stand here, and I gotta counteract this. Of course, I I really try to sit there, listen to that person, think logically on what they're talking about, and then and then logically process it and be like, all right, like I totally understand where you're coming from, but take a look at this viewpoint that I'm thinking. About. And then I try to like work with them, and most of the time you see like the other person doesn't want to listen to that. They don't want they don't want to listen to another side. They're just stuck on on that one side. And because um, I've talked to I've ta- I've had conversations with like this one feminist at a uh, Fat Cat's bar, which I really want to get her on this show. Mm-hmm. She was r- extremely cool, but like when she started telling me like she was a feminist, and I'm like, fu- and she's like, I fucking hate Trump and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, like I'm like, fuck you. I'm gonna tell her I'm I'm Republican, uh-huh. and I'm like, she's gonna flip shit on me. Because we were talking for an hour and a half before we got into politics. Because wow. she was talking about, like, she had a run. She's like, I don't believe – because she was like, I don't really believe in the Democratic Party right now. She's like, it's, it's extremely fucking radical. She's, and this is a lot of people, by the way, too. There's a lot of Democrats switching over to Republican right now in this process. Um, and a lot of people that are still labeled as Democrats are, don't believe, like, 90% of the shit that's going on on that side. Like, a lot of them are like, I don't know why the fuck, like, they're going to extremes on this. Um, but it's just because they're exposing themselves at this point. Like, it's just, they, they fucking, they have to do what they have to do. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're, they're fucking lost. But, um, so I was talking to this feminist, and I was like, fuck, I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I'm like, look, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm Republican. I really hope you don't hold that against me, because, uh, and she was like, no, no, she's like, I don't give a fuck, like, what side you're on. She's <laughs> like, you're a really nice person. She's like, I don't give a fuck. She's like, I can talk to you about politics. She's like, you're cool. And she, and, and, uh, she's like, trust me, like, I don't believe a hundred percent of what the democratic party's doing. She's like, but what I want to do, I have to register with the democratic party because they're the only party that will help me with what I want to get accomplished. She's like, I kind of got forced to go with this democratic side. Nice. But, that's, um, that's good that she already she actually knows. Yeah. A lot of people don't fuck. Yeah. Know. And she was like, trust me, like I have friends that like, or diehard Democrats that voted for Trump and I have these, you know, all this stuff. And, um, and like, but I was just so, I was like, I wasn't like scared. I was just like, fuck yo. Like I'm going to tell her I'm Republican. Cause I'm not going to lie to her. Like, I'm not going to keep yeah, like listening to her and just like, bull- cause I feel like people get pissed at that more than you being honest with them. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't tell her like I'm a Democrat or anything. Like I gotta be bluntly honest with her and hope to God that it works out. And she was just really cool about it. But, um, what was the fucking point I was trying to bring earlier? Cause we kind of went off topic a little bit, but, oh, you're good, you're good. um, no, I'm trying to think, though, like, what was the point we were talking about? Oh, so we are talking about my ex-girlfriend's mm-hmm. friend's uh, party. Yes. So this girl comes up to me, and we're talking. I don't have, like, 12% on this uh, computer. I have a charger back there. You need it? Uh, yeah, if you want to plug it in. We're, we're about to wrap it up. But, um, I, so anyways, like, she's, like, yelling at me and shit, and, like, it's getting crazy. And she, um, 
like I was spitting logic at her, and she's and she's telling me like that her mom was uh, a diehard Republican, but something happened with the health care that she needed, and she ended up like dying. And she's like, that's when I said fuck the Republican Party, and she went Democrat. So she's taking a personal experience, and it's all emotional. Exactly. 110 percent emotional. I was trying to tell Eric this because Eric, like Eric, was dating my ex girlfriend's best friend at Which the time. Is, it was her. No, 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 no. It was, it was like, like their but, friend. Okay, but okay. They yeah, yeah. all knew each other. Okay. But yeah. And then we were talking about gun control and that's stuff. That's keeping the circle. Yeah, it was, it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> that. that's, a, that's a story for another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it was just funny because um, then we talked about gun control and, and health care and stuff like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not really too, I'm not too into the health care. Like, I don't know a lot about the health care, but I know a lot about the major topics like gun control. Abortion. Um, abortion's a big one. Um. Like the, the massively big ones. Healthcare is a big one. Yeah, immigration. The, the healthcare is a big one, but it's just something I haven't really yes. tapped into too much. I don't know all the healthcare issues. I don't know all that stuff. It's but very broad. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's not, it's not black and white no. in it, really. The only thing I do agree with is that you shouldn't be forced onto a healthcare plan. Like, you should be able to pick what healthcare plan you want. You that's believe, the thing I did. That's the only thing I know. Like, is is bad with like one side. Do you believe that they sh- everybody should have healthcare? Like for free. No, no, but just like I mean, if you don't have health care, you get penalized. Well, anyone can get health care. Yeah. So, so here's the point I'll tell you: believe it or not, people forget to get health care, and then and like then they're doing their taxes. Oh shit! But that's their fault, though. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Like you got to have accountability. Yes. The, the problem is these like people on the left want too much reliance on government. Yes. That's the biggest problem. That's the biggest problem. The biggest problem is they they yes, want everything is. for free. They don't want to work. They don't want to do anything. That's the biggest issue. So with healthcare, the thing with um, when Obama was in office, we had um, Obamacare. That was when it was invented, and they forced you on Obamacare. Yes, they did. So this is what I try to tell people, and this is the most logical way I can explain it. Your healthcare needs will be different than my healthcare needs compared to your mom's healthcare needs, compared to your dad's healthcare needs, compared to our friends' healthcare needs. We're not all the same in the sense of what we need taken care of on ourselves. Of course. You could have cancer. I could have uh, a brain tumor. Like, we all need different things in a sense mm-hmm. in a healthcare plan. So, like, it just depends on, like, what issues you're having and stuff. So, to be forced on a healthcare plan on, on, on one specific plan doesn't make sense. It's like car insurance. What if I told you you had to go with the highest, most paid uh, car insurance, which most likely is probably Geico. Mm-hmm. So I go to you and I'm like, "Fuck you! It's a mandatory law. You're gonna have to get Geico." And you're, and you're like, "Well, I don't fucking want Geico. <laughs> I want fucking Allstate." Yeah. And the government's like, "Like, no, fuck you. You're gonna get Geico." And most of it is because it's politically influenced bullshit. Exactly. It's it's campaign bullshit. Yeah. It's like they're just trying to push it's lobbying and all that shit, yeah, yeah. and they're getting money from this person. So they're like, "Oh, if you fucking do this, we'll give you more money for your campaigns exactly. and shit." Exactly. But uh, and that's what people aren't like realizing, but everything should be a choice. Like you should have the choice to go to whatever healthcare plan you want. You should have the choice to go here. You should have the choice to do this because everyone's needs are not the same. It's the same thing with dreams and goals. Like Fabrizio's dreams are not my dreams and my dreams are not Fabrizio's dreams. And you know, if you're watching this right now, like your dreams are not going to be our dreams and goals. Exactly. We're all different. Yeah. And that's why like, I understand the equality part with like humans, like we're all human. Like you shouldn't look at people differently because their skin skin tone and stuff. But you have to understand that we've been marketed this idea of equality that everyone's the same, and everyone's not the same in that sense. Everyone's everyone's really different everyone's on what different. you need. Yeah. 
like my taste in cars is different from from Fabrizio's. Like maybe he likes a mansion, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking fine with having like a little apartment and saving some cash. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think that's how like that's why I think people are looking at it wrong. And and the big issue with the healthcare issue is like it's a touchy subject because. Obviously, you're going to go to the emergency room. Obviously, you're going to go to the doctor. Obviously, you're going to go get your teeth cleaned. Like, it's important to have good hygiene. It's important to take care of yourself. And health is a big issue. But I think the problem is people are, are thinking it too emotionally. And, like, they're not thinking it logically. And the same thing with guns. The same thing with, like, anything you take. Everyone's looking at it on an emotional standpoint, not a, not a uh, logical standpoint. It also falls because a person just, for example, like, let's say the Democrat Party. Right. People love the Democrats, so they're going to just go whatever they pitch. Yeah, see, that was the problem, too. My ex knew nothing what was going nothing. on politically, but she went with everything one one party said. That's bullshit. Everything. Dude, uh, I, I was reading an article how they said that they're, they were thinking about lowering the age of voting for 16. Yeah, that's crazy. I think they're out of their minds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, even, like, and this is where it was crazy, too, because, like, even before I could vote, I didn't know much about politics. Someone's coming in. No, but yeah, I think that I think that the the age limit should be twenty one. Just throwing it out there for voting. For voting, I mean that's my belief. Just yeah, because... I mean, I mean, I'm okay with the eighteen thing. I just don't think they should be fucking with that because the reason they want to lower it obviously is because the younger you are, the more you don't know about fucking politics. Exactly. You're not looking into history. You're not looking into politics, and they want those people that they can they can graft more. Yeah, exactly. On. Same thing with like um, I don't know how you feel about this, but. That's why I really think the Democrats are pushing illegal immigration. Because those people know, like, the Democrats are going to support them. So, like, they're going to vote for them. It's going to be more of a, a it's vote all, pattern. It's all, bro, it, it, I understand, like, the marketing behind it. It's all marketing. Yeah. Like, how can we they, – they, I feel like they, they think, okay, these are the groups of people in this country. How can we target them? Yeah. How are we going to be are, – are we going to get their votes? But the votes really count? You don't think they count? I mean, how does the president get like? What is the 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 actual like? How does a president get elected by everybody's individual vote or by the state voting? What do you mean exactly? Like the state, like what is it? Legis legislated? Because like, I think I know what you're trying to say. Like it it because because Florida is a democrat uh, is a Republican state. Yes and no. I mean, like, I think Obama won Florida. I well, think... Trump, Trump won Florida. Yeah, yeah, but, like, what I'm saying, yeah, well, you're talking about now. Of course. But, but I just meant, like, overall, it's probably not. It's, like, it flips, Okay. I think. But um, is, that, is that because of the people voting? Yes. Okay. There's a lot of independents that no one knows about. Like, there, there, there's not people, like, I'm assuming from, like, how we're talking, like, you're, you, stand, you're, you consider yourself a conservative or a Republican. Me? Yeah, like I personally you consider yourself party line. To be honest, I would lie to you if I picked a side. Yeah, so you, so you consider yourself more independent? Because yeah, I can't label it. I mean, what is yeah. the independent? Is it, I don't. I don't care. Like I'm just. Yeah. I'm just I mean, saying. I'm like, trying to like give the right term. Yeah. You know, like because I don't want to say like independent and I'm gonna I'm gonna go and scribble independent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, bro. Like everybody has yeah. good and bad right. things. You know, like and, yeah. So what I would consider that. So this is what I was trying to tell Eric, because Eric's not really into politics, but the way he talks, mm -hmm. it's more, it's, it's kind of what you're going by. Correct. It's like, a lot of people ask me, are you Republican? Yes. I'm like, ah. I know enough politically and I know enough with like my beliefs and understanding that like I am like 95% Republican. 
Okay. So like, that's why I choose the Republican side. Now, do I agree with everything the Republican side does? No. Exactly. I don't think anyone 100% agrees with one side. And you shouldn't. I no. don't think – because there's, no, there's nothing perfect. Right. right? There's never nothing going to be perfect. But um, the way you're describing it sounds like you're independent, but, like, you lean a little bit way more to the right. Like, right now, like – Right now, you're conservative with like what politically is going on. You're you're really independent, but what's yes. what's going on right now? You align more conservative line, but that could change over time. Yes. What I like to do a lot is I like to put myself in the American person's shoe. Yeah. I and I feel like a lot of people are missing that. A lot of people really need to realize, look at it as your country. Like for like the point of being a citizen in this country is to look at this country in an American view. Yeah. And a lot of people are not realizing that they're they're taking their third world culture, yes, and 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 trying to apply it to the United States, and you can't. Yeah, yo, we're definitely doing another podcast. We're we're gonna do a straight up political podcast because like <laughs> it's, it's good, but yeah, it's, it's good shit. But yeah, yes, yes. But like, because you're hitting everything that I've ever thought about, and because like, pe- like, because this is the biggest problem. People on the left can't understand the right, and people on the right can't understand the left. And I've done and living in a living in a um. A county where I'm, I'm very rare. Like there, there's Republicans, but it's mostly Democrat. And I've had a lot of people go against me on political views and stuff. I've talked to a lot of people on the other side, and I started to start like paying attention more. Like how we were talking about paying attention in life, like trying to not just do the bubble thing and stuff. Um, and I started paying attention when I was talking to them and debating them and talking to them. And what I found is I had the same idea as what you're saying because they're basically theories. Because we can't. We can't really prove them, but like we're trying to come up with how that person's thinking. Of course. So I came up with this theory on most of the people that normally go to the left are normally people from other countries, and they're so used to like a third uh, third world viewpoint that and when they come here, yeah, and the lifestyle that when they come here, they're like, I don't understand why these people are so into guns. I don't understand why this is going on. I don't understand, and they're they're not trying to do what you're saying, where it's like you got to think a three sixty perspective. And put yourself in someone else's shoes and start thinking that way. They don't know American. They don't know American history. Why? They don't even know why we got guns. Why right. did the United why States have the guns? Second Amendment? Because that. Because the government. The yeah. government might come any minute. If I see five government motherfuckers outside my house, <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have an A. I'm gonna have M16. <laughs> you know. But like that's if the government tries to go against us. Yeah. And that's what like people need to realize. That is the Second Amendment. Right. That. That. There's no explanation. There's no. There's no more, or there's no. Oh, there's no deeper meaning. Yeah. That's what that is, and that's plain and simple on paper. That's what the Second Amendment. You gotta protect yourself. Yes, against other people, but mainly because of the government. Yeah. And and how things are looking nowadays, it's like you never know. You never know. No, you never know, and that's the scariest part. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to rely more on the government. So that way they fucking exactly, feed you and, shit. and people need yeah, dude. That's, it, it, how crazy is that? Like that's literally everything that you talk about. They want like, and this is the biggest the biggest difference that people don't know about the parties is the left wants more government. They want a bigger government, and the right wants less government involvement. So less meaning like they they believe that you should have the power, the people should have the power, not the government. The government should just do basic things like military, police. Yes. Yes. Things that like the average person can't really do of course. by themselves, and then the um, the uh, the democratic side believes in massively big government and they should control everything, and that's where it gets sketchy because that's where you see these dictatorships. That's where you see like too much control being to the government, 
and and shit like um like what you're saying with uh Venezuela where they went bankrupt and you saw it with Greece a couple years back and um that's what you're seeing they had too much government involvement they didn't give enough uh they didn't give enough power to the people to make their choices and a lot of them were dictatorships and they had too much control and people didn't believe in it and shit but the the crazy part to me is like what you're saying um about them coming from like third world third world uh countries and stuff like that Mm -hmm. is um I always hated and like, not like on a personal level, I just really hated because my one friend said something to me one time and he's, um, it's the same person, uh, Jimmy, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Jimmy doesn't, I don't think Jimmy would give a fuck, but, um, <laughs> but one, like one time we were driving and somehow we got talking about politics and he said, fuck the United States. Okay. He said, if we ever went to fucking war, uh, war, like world war three, I'm fighting for Greece. Oh. He said, fuck the United States. I fucking <laughs> hate it. And, and it, it was one of those things where it was like, it, it hit me in the wrong way, uh-huh. but I had to like. I had to just like tell him like the truth, but like it hit me in a way like 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 fuck man, like I can't believe you just fucking said it. And I was like I was like, look, Jimmy, like I like you have the right to choose what side. Like, let's say we went to you know World War Three, whatever. Hopefully, it doesn't fucking happen. You never fucking know. But um, you know, I wouldn't blame you for fighting for Greece. That's that's where your beliefs and alignments go towards. And like you were born in Greece, you always be Greek. Mm-hmm. That's your culture. Yeah. Like just like I believe in, in American culture, and like I'm gonna, I'm a fucking born American, and, and I'm, I'm I you're not myself. going for Greece. Yes, like in his head, he shouldn't think like you're yeah. going for Greece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. But okay, but like I was like, and and maybe you don't believe politically what's going on with the United States, but think about that for a second. What if I said that about Greek or Greece? Yeah, how would you feel? What if I said that about Greece? And I said, you're living in the United States, making money in the United States. Why aren't you in Greece? Living better than in Greece. Which, by the way, like we said, Greece is bankrupt. Yeah. So why are you not in Greece and why are you in the United States making money? Jimmy, don't take it the wrong yeah. way. But <laughs> facts. <laughs> so I, like, I, I just, yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you, like, because Jimmy's a cool dude. Like, there's the, yeah. it's like, it's like boys. It, it's, it, it's like, like, you're probably like, you know, maybe sometimes you get out of line and smack each other. But yeah, like, yeah. at the end of the day, you're like, fuck it, yo, your family, I don't give a fuck. And, and then, you gotta, you gotta respect the way you feel. Yeah. You know, or, like, or just like, or like a different, like, you know, like, of course, of course, like we're not all going to agree on the same things. Like, I'm sure there's shit like me and you probably like don't agree on, even though like politically we're on the same page, but like maybe there's something that like I'll say and you might be like, well, I don't really agree with that. Like I go this way or something. You know and what I mean? And it can be like the smallest thing. Yeah. Like I like Sprite better than Coca-Cola. Yeah. And I'm like, I like Coke. I like Coke. I got the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like that, you know? And yes, you're right. Yeah. Why are you not in Greece? That's the thing. Like right. people got to realize. Okay. When people say the economy's bad in the United States, People can still buy cars. People yeah. can still buy food. People can still enjoy their Wi-Fi and their and their and their Netflix. When you guys like people got to realize what a third world, you know that yeah, a third it, world like country actually is. Like a, a short and, a, and when you get a shortage of things, like damn. Yes, that's the other thing too. Is like the funniest thing is like uh, with capitalism. That's what you're kind of referring to is like socialism and capitalism. Um, like these are the same people that are drinking fucking imported shit from other places, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, oh, I fuck it, I, I love, I love my uh, my country's liquor. <laughs> yeah, I love, I, oh man, I can't do without my my Spanish liquor or my uh, 
or like um the big one is like water a lot of these a lot of people like the um out of country type water like uh iceland like they sell like a lot of iceland water i forgot what it's called uh-huh. and and i'm like you know that's imported right and they're like yeah it's from iceland like, it's iceland water it's amazing and then <laughs> but then they go against like capitalism and they're like they're like oh we want socialism and i'm like yeah, you understand if like we went like the only reason you're getting that right now is because of capitalism <laughs> Like, it's just, like, it's just, it, it, it's so sad, yeah. dude. Like, it's just, but, like, that's why I don't, like, I don't blame people. It's just that they're not logically thinking about stuff. They're, they're getting fed information from one source that's not, like, they're lying to you on purpose to get something out of it, and you're just buying into it. Like, CNN, yeah. like, I don't know how you feel about CNN, but, like. So, I mean, I know it's a Democrat channel. Yeah, but, like, they're but they're just lying. Like, they're, they're like, like, honestly, like. I can't even watch it for like. Well, it's probably because like my political beliefs and stuff. But that plays a big part. Yeah, but, wrong, but but um, I, I understand. Yeah, and I don't you know care. Like I've gone over people's houses and they're constantly watching CNN. Like it's always on, and I'm just like, okay, like you know, I don't care that you're watching. It's like your choice. But um, do you think Univision would be like a branch of CNN? What do you mean? Like Univision channel, like news? Oh, maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe. Because my mom, I'll be watching some crazy shit. They're talking shit about Trump. I'm like, yo, mom, because I, dude, I like. I'm not into politics heavy, but I like to read. Yeah. And like, okay, I'll read. You okay, like to know this is what's going on and, and stuff then, like that. And you know what the good thing is? Like, dude, this is crazy. Um, I haven't had cable in six years. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't even really watch TV anymore. Exactly. The, good thing, the good thing is I'm not getting influenced yeah. by a lot. That's what it is, too, is, it's, like, they're, they're targeting places where a lot of people are going, and then yes. you don't realize it because you're, realize. yeah, it's like anything, like, you're just living through it, so it's like the bubble that we were talking about earlier, where, like, you're driving and you feel safe because you've never had an accident, but that's the most dangerous fucking thing in the world, is, like, driving a car. Of course. And like people don't know, but when you drive a car, most of the accidents happen from somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and, like, the craziest thing is, like, I love when people talk about, like, like, school shootings and guns, and the funniest thing is, like, like, you fucking drive a car every day, right? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, do you feel safe when you drive? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yo, like, you're more likely to fucking die, like, five or ten times more likely to die in a fucking car accident driving to work every fucking day than you are by a fucking gun in the United yeah. States. That's the craziest one I throw at people. I'm like, be like, but you're comparing a car to guns. And I'm like, <laughs> and we need and we need cars. And I'm like, but we need guns. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing that, like, so, I don't understand. People, like... <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And people need to realize on top of that, like I was talking about my friend about like, uh, just people, what they want. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and when, and this call also comes in like being gay, being lesbian, being transgender. Right. All right, cool. You're transgender. Is that affecting my life or my future kids or my future family's life? Yeah. As long as it's not, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the other thing, too, is, like, they're twisting it. Like, I don't – like, the funny thing is the Republican Party is the one that actually legalized gay marriage. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, the Republican Party was the party that legalized gay marriage. Oh, wow. And most of the Republican Party is uh, Christian or Catholic, uh, or Christianity is, like, I think the number one religion in the world or something like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them fall in the Republican category, and, you know, obviously they're, they don't agree with it. Like, my viewpoint, like, I don't know your viewpoint on it. Like, I don't, I don't agree with, like, a man being with a man or a woman being with a woman. Like, I believe, like, a man and a woman, like, there's a reason why, like, you can't reproduce with a man and a man and a woman and a woman. Like, there, there's obviously, there's some, a bigger reason behind it. 
but I don't care what you do outside of like outside of that. Like that's my that's my viewpoint on it, and I don't really care what you do outside of that. So that that's your choice. That's what we were coming back with, like, um, like healthcare and stuff like that. It's your choice. You should be able to do what you want to do. Like it's a free country. Like you do what you want to do, but don't force me to take on that belief. And that's kind of what they're doing. They're trying to shove these things down our throats, and they're trying to say like, like, oh, you you have to accept this, but I, like I don't have to accept it. Like. I'll acknowledge that what's going on, but I don't have to accept it into my life. Like I don't need to, you know, I don't need to accept that. And that was the problem. Like we were talking about like kids, my ex-girlfriend, we had this conversation cause I was like, you know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm really a big Catholic, like, uh, I don't want to say diehard, but like it was kind of like the wrong term, but, but it's a big influence in your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's a big thing. And she was like atheist. She didn't really believe in God or anything. And you know, I was fine with that. I didn't really care. Um, but like I, you know, I, t I try to take her to church and just like let her feel the vibes and stuff like that, um, or whatever. But we were talking about kids and I was like, this is a big thing is like, you know, I believe in like baptizing and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, what if we have kids? Like, would you let me baptize them? And she was kind of like, eh. and then the other thing too, was like, she's like, I'm definitely going to tell our kids about like bisexual and like lesbians and like transgender, um, transgender, yeah, transgender, sorry. And stuff like that. And I was like, and I was like, but why yeah so my my point on it was like why do you have to tell them at an early age why not wait for them to ask you about it and this was the scariest thing for me because i'm like why would you shove that stuff at a young age down their throats with an empty brain yeah well, like and they have they have no idea what that is like if you tell them like about like a vagina or a penis like they're not gonna fucking know what that is and i'm like why would you start telling them that at an early age like you don't eat you don't influence them on, on that stuff unless they come to you because they will come to you. Of course. Like, you'll learn about stuff when you're in school. Eventually, it'll happen. Yeah, and eventually. That's part of life. Like, I, like, I learned about sex not from my parents. I learned it from just school, like kids yeah. talking about it. <laughs> not, even the class, not even the sex ed. Yeah. Like, people around going, yo, you fucked there. Oh, you fucked there. <laughs> oh, shit. What is that? <laughs> yeah, it was just like, and that was the funniest thing is, like, I remember, like, my dad tried to, to have the talk with me. Uh -huh. Like, dad, I already know all this shit. <laughs> and he, and he, <laughs> And he's like, how do you know this? And I was like, because of school. Like, that, that's what kids talk about this stuff. Like, yeah. kids are curious because their parents are telling them, like, not to do this. And then they're curious, like, oh, I got to go do this. Like, I don't want to listen to my parents. I don't want to go crazy. do this shit. Yeah. So I'm like, that's what I was trying to tell her is, like, why would you influence them at a young age? And, that, and that's the scariest part is, like, it's almost like they don't realize that – I think they're just so sucked into it that they don't realize that it's almost like they're trying to control it, it, it's almost like they're literally trying to control like the outcome of something. And that, that is the scariest part for every, every American is like, they're, they're literally trying to force you to, to change. And it's yeah. like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be forcing people to do anything. Just let them be free. That's yeah. why like we're a free country. Like you do what you want. As long as you're not killing, as long as you're not, you know, being a nuisance to society yeah. Yeah. or being a, a fucking jack. And the funny thing is you still can be a jackass. Just no one will like you. Like you're doing it to yourself. Sabotaging yourself. But um, but that's the big thing. But um, I don't know, yo. We got like two. This is the longest podcast I've ever done. Like fucking <laughs> this two is hours. Good. This is <laughs> but um, I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. But um, just really quick on to end to end uh end note. Um, you guys don't be scared of death because, and I know everybody gets at uh, one point in their life they get really scared, and it it's like. I don't well, know. Well, it, it's overwhelming. It's it's overwhelming. And, and have you ever gotten that feeling? It's, it happens to me a lot. And I don't know. Maybe I'm weird, but let me <laughs> ask just in case. Yeah. After a long nap, I wake up 
and I always think about death. Really? Always. But I get this really hollow feeling in my heart. Right. Like, and like it's like I'm not scared, but I'm just like. <gasps> and like, I've explained that to my friends. They're like, "Damn, like that's a little weird, you know." And like, yeah, I, feel like I feel like <laughs> I feel like that would fall under like a little bit of depression. Maybe, uh, you know, because or or you're just kind of like realizing like we're all in a ticking time clock. Like you're not gonna live forever, and it's and it just it, it doesn't freak me out, but it's like it kind of makes you a little probably like it's like wow, yeah, wow, yeah. Like the the saying that we we live to die is a pretty powerful statement because you literally are living to eventually die. Yes, like no one's internal. Like I think Walt Disney fucking tried that shit where he tried to freeze, freeze his body <laughs> or some shit, and like, dude. Like, but even if you freeze your body, everybody. The world, the earth, or the sun will eventually stop. Yeah. It like, may not be now. Yeah, I know what you're saying, because, like, the world did change rapidly with dinosaurs. Like, it used to be dinosaurs before humans. And then, so, like, you never know. There could be a crisis where, like, the same thing happens. A meteor fucking falls from the earth and wipes us all out, and yeah. then a new fucking form of species yeah. happens. And, and not even a, a fucking nuke. Know. Imagine a nuke. Yeah, we're a nuke. Nuclear yeah. war. And, and, yeah, that's the scary thing, too, is of now course. we're all developing these nukes and shit, and... Um, that's pretty fucking powerful shit yeah, too, dude. but, um, some cities, dude, yeah. yeah, you put a nuke up, everybody around that area has cancer, yep. everybody, bro, yeah, they still can't live on, uh, Hiroshima and, uh, I saw that. what was the other, what was the other one? It's, it's Hiroshima and somewhere else, but there's a lot of radiation. Yeah. They're like, they still can't live yeah. there. And that's been like, what, like fucking hundreds of like years. Oh, it's been like 50, 60, yeah, it's 80 years. Like 60, 60, 80 years. Yeah. That's fucking great. I was talking about Al, but that, dude, it's crazy. Like, everything we're talking about, like, yeah, we're talking about the how nukes, like, they nuked Japan, they nuked Germany, and, like, it had to be done. Yeah. It had to be done. Well, yeah, they knew if they didn't do that, like, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of more people that were going to die in the war. Yeah. That's wild. But, yeah, I just appreciate life. And whenever that death thought comes, because it, it does come to everybody, and if, and if it doesn't come to you, I, I want to just touch on the people that it does. Um, you're not alone. Yeah, everyone, the, the crazy thing is, like, most of the stuff that you probably think about, someone else is probably thinking about. Of course. Like, like, death is a big one because most of the time you don't think about death until you hear about someone dying or you go to a funeral and then that's when you reflect and that's what, like, scares the shit out of people is because you're not thinking about death because you're living and then, you know, you're going through your everyday life and there's a lot of shit going on that you're going through and the last, the last thing you're thinking about is dying. And just understand that it is healthy. Like what Fabrizio is saying, it, it's a very healthy thing to think about. And it's something you should be thinking about because um, you should, you, you should really be thinking about what do I want to leave behind? Of course. I just recently went, well, I went to two funerals recently. One was a, a friend that um, overdosed on, on cocaine, which is like a big thing right now with like drugs. And the, the second one was um, my grandfather's brother passed away. They both served in the Korean war. Wow. And, um, which was pretty interesting. And they did like the whole thing. They, they play the trumpet and they, they put the little American flag on the casket and everything, which is pretty, pretty interesting. And, um, the, the point that I wanted to make was when I went to these people's funerals, the first thing I paid attention to was who showed up at the end. Wow. That, that's what I paid attention. What did these people leave behind? What, you know, who showed up, you know, typical, you know, typical stuff like family showed up outside friends showed up, but like, I started thinking to myself, like, what, who do I want to show up when I die? Because who knows when I'm going to die? Like, I could leave Fabrizio's right now and somehow fucking get fucking into a car accident or something. Like, you don't know, like, you can't put a, you can't put a limit on when you're going to fucking die. 
you, know, you probably hope you make it to 100, but who the fuck knows? Like, you could, you know, it's shit hard. happens. It's hard. 100 is hard. Yeah, well, shit happens, too. Yeah. It's like you're dodging bullets out there, you know? Like, yeah. I've had incidents where I was in Fort, um, Fort Myers where uh, – that you remember that Fort Myers shooting? It was, for, it was a Fort Myers club, and um, I think it was like uh, – it was like – it was a young um, – I think it was an um, Muslim kid. And then they were saying it was like a terrorist shooting or something. Do you remember no, that? No, but it's probably what, like a kid that lived around the area? Yeah, someone that lived around there probably went to the club, probably got bullied or whatever, or like wanted to make a scene or something, and it was a mass shooting over there. And um, I was in that area at the time, and I think they wanted to go out that night, but we didn't go out that night. Wow. Which is pretty sketchy. And like the next morning, I got calls from my grandparents, got calls from my, my, my mom and dad and my sister and stuff. And like people were just worried because obviously I was in that area. Mm-hmm. But – um. But the point that I was trying to make was, uh, you know, like, what do you want to leave behind? Who do you want to show up when it, when, when it, you take that last breath or when, you know, when you're, when you're basically dead, like, who do you want to show up there? What do you want to leave behind? What do you want people to remember you by? Cause that's a big one too. Like people don't think about like, what do you want people to remember you by? Of course. Um, and I think if people thought of it that way, you'd have a lot more nicer people in the world because people would just be like, damn, like you know, that was a really nice guy. Like, I'm really sad that that guy died. And if you're a dick, like people are going to be like, like, fuck that guy. Like, I, I, fuck it. I was waiting for that guy to fucking die, yo. Like, fuck that guy. No, a lot of them would be like, oh, I feel bad. Three months passed. Oh, he was a dick. Yeah, he was a dick. And he was, fuck him. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to get at here is, like, you know, just just understand that it's normal, but, like, try to look at it different than anyone else. And, that, and that's the key to life, yo. You got to look at things differently than everyone else because the, there's a saying that if you do what everyone else is doing – you're fucking gonna get nowhere because most people do the stupidest fucking shit and then it becomes a trend and then you end up doing the stupid shit yep. and then you lose everything. So that's like the, the get quick, uh, quick schemes yeah. and shit. Uh-huh. Like everyone's doing all well. like right now it's Bitcoin. Yeah. And there's a lot of fucking scams going on with Bitcoin right now. Like I've, I've heard people trying to like put money in and then they get robbed. Wow. They take the money and they dip. It's crazy. They, that, that thing went from like $16,000 to like 3000 Yeah. And like we saw the, the incline, and then we saw the decline. Yeah. And I also... Do you remember when that first came out, too? They're like, oh, it's going to be the new currency yeah, of the world. And yeah. And you're like... <laughs> you know, somebody told me, uh, because I started getting into uh, the dark web. I-, I haven't gone in it yet. I- I've done a little bit digging into it. Like, I know they do, like, uh, organs is a pretty popular one. I know they... Um, I know you were talking about guns. Uh-huh. Um, but I know the organ one's a big one. Like, people get yes. these sketchy operations, and they take them, they, like, wake up, and they have no organs, and, uh-huh. they're, and like, they go and sell it on the fucking dark web to yeah. people for money. 50000 Yeah. It's big money. It's big money. Babies, I bet. Babies. I bet, I bet they steal babies and fucking yeah. put them on the Dude, fucking black market. Now, you heard about the late abortion? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's in uh, Virginia, and... Um, I think this is what you're going to talk about with Alec, what you were talking yes, about with Alex yes, Jones. Yes, yes, yes. Now, he had that, that, like, how they take babies and they take the... Bro, but, like, bro, he, he had a little example in the beginning where, like, his dad knew a hospital that was yes. doing that. Yes, And, like, that's facts right there. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's scary. It's like, okay, they see you, and they're like, okay, this guy has a chance to live, but now nah, I'm going to take his organs because I can sell yeah. for $500,000. And I'm going to let him die because he yeah. might not even pay his hospital bill. I got two facts that I'll hit you with um, abortion real quick, uh-huh. which uh, you, you you might not know, but, like, it might be like, oh, shit, yo, like, I can believe it. Because uh-huh. um, you're talking about, like, Alex Jones and shit. Uh-huh. Um, I watched this video where it was also – you remember I told you about gun control, like, who originally started it uh-huh. and why they did it? Uh-huh. It was the same thing with abortion. So, uh-huh. like, they wanted to sterilize the black population 
So the Democrats pushed for abortion because Democrat was always the party for abortion. Okay. So they didn't want to, the blacks because that was back when they formed the KKK and they wanted to sterilize black women. So they, what they would do is set up shops and that's where they created Planned Parenthood. And what they did was they would put on like clothes, like baby clothes in there. So like these women would shop in there and they'd be like, oh, like there's an abortion clinic over here if you don't want your baby, like all this shit. So they're like marketing to the, the mothers. Huh. And like, and it, it's just crazy shit that I didn't know about. And like, that's where Planned Parenthood actually initiated from was uh, the Democratic Party wanted to sterilize black women. Wow. Which is the same thing with gun control. They want yeah. them to be helpless. They want all this stuff. But what ended up happening was, um, another thing too with like, you, did you, have you ever heard of Roe v. Wade? No. You've never heard of Roe v. Wade? Mm-hmm. So if there's, ever a, if there's ever a debate on abortion, you'll always hear a Democrat always say like Roe v. Um, we have the Roe v. Wade law, which makes abortion legal. Okay. That's how they can get away with the three trimesters of like abortion and shit like that is the Roe v. Wade law. And like, that's what Republicans have been trying to like get rid of. Like they've been trying to over, like, I guess like you call it like um, veto that out. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, but they don't tell you is the whole story of Roe v. Wade. Cause I looked it up cause I always heard about Roe v. Wade and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like they, like every single time they talk about it, like they talk about this Roe v. Wade thing. So Roe v. Wade was, there's a woman named um, Roy and, um, um, and she went to court. So, she wanted an abortion. She was about, I think, like two or three months pregnant. And she wanted to, she didn't want the kid. She thought it was going to be a financial burden. They go and she, um, she's like, I want an abortion. She was in, I think she was in Dallas, Texas. And there it was like illegal. You couldn't get an abortion after like the first month or something. And she was like, I want an abortion. And they're like, no. And so she goes and gets a lawyer and they fight in court and she wins in court. Now the crazy part, which they don't tell you is the two things I'm going to tell you right now. What they don't tell you is she didn't have an abortion. She actually conceived the kid and gave it up for adoption and did it the right way. Right. And the reason behind that was because as she was fighting, it takes a long time, like the court process and everything. So she got kind of forced to have the baby during the, during the pregnancy. And it was, she would have went to jail if she would have aborted it at the time. So she had the baby, did the right thing, gave it up for adoption. Now the story goes she became, then became a, a, a feminist activist. So she was, you know, she was campaigning and stuff against like, you know, uh, pro-choice and stuff. Ended up working for a Planned Parenthood, a Planned Parenthood clinic, right, for abortions and stuff. And there's a church group that moved in next door and became friends with those people. They converted her into being a Catholic, into the, you know, into Christianity and she, and then she and then when she got you know back into being like baptized and everything, she was like, oh shit, like what I did was wrong. Like abortion is wrong. Like life, you know, it's precious and stuff like that. So her whole entire life up until that point, I think like she was like fifty or sixties or something. She tried to reverse the system. She tried to go back and fight against what she did. Wow. <laughs> and she couldn't because you know how hard it is to, to fight that shit in court. And um, wow. So they don't tell you that. So even the person that created the, the legal law even knew it was bad and tried to reverse the process. But they don't tell you that shit. That's stuff you got to dig deep. And, yeah. and that's why a lot of people are lost in politics because they, they don't do the digging. They don't go in. They don't do the research. They don't look at a 3 system perspective. Time. Yeah, I hate that one too because like – but then you watch what they do. They're on their phone playing fucking Fortnite. Like <laughs> I, I fucking hate that game. Like that game is the stupidest game like <laughs> – it's just one of those trends. Like, yeah, it is a trend. It definitely is a trend. 
And I'm just like, dude, you waste so much fucking time on Fortnite. Like that's dude. like that's an hour you could have been watching like a fucking Joe Rogan Yo, podcast. Each game is like 45 minutes if you're good at it. If you're decent. That's not including the wait times and of stuff course. like that for the lobbies no. and buying the fucking skins, which they're wasting a bunch of useless bullshit yeah. money on. And that's the that's the biggest problem too. Is like that's good marketing though on their end. What do you mean? They started the game free. Oh yeah, I no, don't do trust me, yo. That's extremely that's, fucking smart. That's that's why it's such a big game. Because yeah. you're like, oh, it's fucking free. I'll try that. And they try and they get hooked on it. And they're like, fuck you. I'll pay like Five. twenty bucks for this yeah. fucking game <laughs> to get an ex- <laughs> to get to look like a tiger. Yeah, like, like a tiger. I'll pay like twenty bucks for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's so funny because like it is kind of crazy. Like when you really think about it, like because yeah. it, it was funny. I went over to my friend's house one time. We're gonna we're gonna go to a party at his brother's. Like um, his brother's in high school, so like he's at the age where I was like really invested in video games. Yeah, and uh, we're looking at we're, we're we go over and he's playing Fortnite, and he's like they're looking. He's like, hey Riker, look at this new skin they came out with, and it's like it's like a it was like it wasn't even like a a good looking skin to me. I, like from someone from the outside that doesn't play Fortnite, I was like. It's not really that impressive. Like, it just looks like they threw on some like little like patches and glued it on and shit. And and he's like, like, y'all look so cool. And it was like it was like ten bucks for like these two skins. And I'm like, holy shit, you're like ten bucks. I remember when it was like fifty cents for like a gun on cod or something. Or like, that's crazy. Like ten bucks for like those two skins that look like you could have probably fucking done them yourself. Like, look, think about it. A, a, a game, a brand new game is what? $60. Yeah. Right? It's 60 bucks normally. Next thing you know, you're, you spend $150 in Fortnite because you got the skin. I know, yeah. And then you got the game. And they you upsell the game. you. Yeah. Yes. You they got the new map. You. Yeah, you get the new maps, you get the new you get the new like mods, you get like the new dance, you get, dance. Yeah, a little dance move for like ten bucks. <laughs> like <laughs> a little they, dab. They get your ass, bro. Yeah, no, they, they do get your ass. But they don't realize that because like they're so they're so young. You know, it's kind of like it's almost but like that's their, that's their investment. Have, yeah, I know, but like, have you ever seen like cereal commercials? Like yes. the old cereal commercials, <laughs> and then like you look at the new ones now, and it's like holy shit! Like they went from tobacco, like selling tobacco, to like selling these sugary like treats to kids, and like it's so sketchy because like they do look good. Like if you were a little kid watching that, you're like, oh my god, that's mom, crack. go buy me this shit. Yeah, that's crack right now. That's like, really good. Like, mom, I want some tricks. <laughs> like mom, when are you going to the store again? Like we gotta go buy some tricks. Yeah, the market, the marketing, the marketing has gone up. Marketing has definitely gone up, and it's getting slicker by the minute. No, and the sketchy part is it's, like, now we're all on demand. Yes. Like, we're so accessible now with, like, technology that, like, they just they hit you every fucking corner. Especially now they got Facebook hitting you with ads. In the your middle emails, of videos. Your emails. Your yeah. emails. Face, um, yeah, Facebook. Dude, just crazy. Bro, shit, I remember dude. watching Facebook videos, YouTube videos with no ads. <laughs> but I understand they got to make the they gotta money. they got to make money, yeah, because, like, they, they don't charge make, you. They have, like, a lot of, of – But they do the same thing with what you were talking about with Fortnite. You get a free account. So now you're hooked on Facebook for free. For free. And then – but then marketing. they rack you in with marketing, and then the ads pay for it. And then, like, then they'll upsell you on different things and games. And, like – so, like, that's what people don't realize. But it, it is crazy that they start off with free, free, free. And, and then it's, like, really that, not free. Like, you, you've been talking about for the next five days, it po- appears on your Facebook. Yeah, and then they, yeah, and then they like literally watch what you're doing on there, and then they like control yeah. all the shit that's being hit. Like, damn, how do you know how, how to get a flashlight real quick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn it. <laughs> you say, how do they fucking know <laughs> shit? <laughs> no, but, uh, dude, it's it's vicious. And I see also, um, like, because uh, Mark Zuckerberg is, is, is actually under a lot of watch. Oh, yeah, well, because of that whole thing in court yeah. right, with uh, Congress and shit. The, I feel like Congress just, they need to have a younger crowd that understands the internet. Well, the problem is, like, this is something that the, like, this is where the Democrats and Republicans disagree again, because Republicans believe there should be a term limit, and Democrats are like, no, nah, like, we're going to keep people in there until they fucking die. And then it's like, but then they get old, and they don't pay attention to the trends. Like, like you could tell when they were feeding them information about Facebook, they're like, what the fuck is that? Like, like I don't know what that is. So, like, that's where, like, what you're saying is right. Like, they should have a uh, term limit where it's, like, maybe, like, eight, four years, and then maybe go get someone else. Yeah. And, like, you know, that's a good amount of time to go make a difference. And then it's not like you – it's not like you can – like, let's say you want to continue politics. Like, there's ways to keep going. Because most people start off as, like, a uh, – some type of representative in, like, their state. Mm-hmm. And then they move up to, like – like, you saw it with Rick Scott. Like, Rick Scott did it where he was probably just a regular – like, a regular um, person that volunteered his time. Then he went into being the governor of Florida. Then he now he's a senator. Then he can be like a su- Supreme yeah. Court person, and then you just move your way up into yeah. uh, politics. And like that's what you do. Everybody saw. Uh, well, it's funny because I mean I saw it, but a lot of people that voted for Obama didn't. What do you they, mean? They didn't see him move up. Who? Obama. Oh, like through the ranks. Yeah, right? through the ranks. It's yeah. Like everybody's like, oh shit, Obama. All right, I'm gonna vote for him. Well, the thing Is that you. Well. <laughs> Uh, the thing that, because like you brought up Obama, the only thing that bothered me, um, because I couldn't vote during Obama, like during yeah, that term. Well, we were like seventh grade. Um, I think I was in middle school. Like yeah. eighth grade is when like he first was running. I remember because remember Mr. Stewart. Yeah, the one with the yo, we had class together. Uh, we probably did third which period. One? Which one though? Like the one class? like he, he would always play his guitar outside the class. And he wore the cowboy hat and he had that Marlin in the back of his class. Damn, I don't know. I don't think I had that class. No. What was it though? Like what kind of class? Like, it was, topic? It was um, English. And right next, like it was like, Man. okay, so remember how back in the day it would be the class and then if like you would enter the class and then here would be another door to enter the other class. Right. So it would be Mr. Stewart <laughs> and Mr. Sorby. Oh, Sorby, yeah. I had Sorby. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, he, he, he's a good guy, but, he's like, guy. I think I had you in that class. We had Mr. Sorby together. Yo, that period. guy fucking singled Like, I'm telling you, these teachers singled me out all the fucking time. Like, <laughs> Mr. Nista fucking did it to me. Mr. Nista. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That guy was a fuck. I got him back at eighth grade, though. <laughs> I got his ass back, yo. That's another fucking story to talk about. We'll, we'll fucking catch up yeah, on this. Yeah, show. of course. But, um,. I was going to say, uh, but Sorby, like, I do my homework, and, like, at the time, I, I fucking hated school. And I would just, like, cheat. Do you remember that? When he would check my shit, yes. and he's like, I'm not giving you fucking credit for this. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm fucking trying. <laughs> then, he would single, then he would single me out, and he's like, how do you fucking do this problem? And I'm like, fuck you. I don't know how to do it. It's like, damn, my parents helped me out, bro. <laughs> it's homework for a reason, so they can help me out with it. Yeah. Dude. But, I um, miss school, bro. No, I do too. Uh, the only thing I really like, I was telling uh, one of my friends about this. Like, if I could do it again, I, I should have definitely fucked up more. Okay. And what I mean by that is, I should have played it a lot more riskier. Yes. I played it way too safe. Yes. I played it a hundred and ten percent way too safe. I should have been, I should have been pushing my limits and like talking to more people. I should have like been hitting on more women. I should have yeah. been, I should have been playing it a lot more fucking riskier. Dude, that's crazy. You're the first person that's ever told me that. No way. 
I swear. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, I would have done better. No, you would not. If we, if we literally, I could have done that, you would have go back and try to fuck every girl. Yeah. And that's what, like, I mean, us men. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's how it, 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 like, that's how we think. It's funny, yeah. like, how we, <laughs> but women think like that, too. I've, I've no. actually met a few women that are, like, they think, like, damn, I want to fuck him. Like, no, I, the funny thing is the women in high school hit it a lot, but what I, what you end up finding out is the women are actually a little bit worse than the men. Yes. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I found out as I grew up and I started dating and I started talking to more women and stuff like that when I started playing it a little bit more riskier. The women were actually kind of worse than the men. Yeah. In the sexual sense and stuff like that. And that's why I said, like, I should have played it a lot more riskier. Yes. I 110% should have been way more riskier. I should have, uh, instead of going home and playing, you know, not that it's bad. Like, you should play, you know, like, that's the time to kind of play video games, get that out. But I should have, I should have been trying to go to, like, more parties at that point. And I should have been trying to go and meet more women. And, you know, I did more clubs and stuff. I, I regret yeah. not being in clubs, bro. Not being in, like, an actual team and, like, the sport and shit. Bro, like yeah, the sports was a big one. I should yeah. have done that more. Bro, it, it didn't have to be. It didn't have to be like a big sport. It, what, what was it like? The like track. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would have done track, but that's hard. Yeah. Like I tried for football. Like it was so funny though. I was like, I, like I was like, fuck it, yeah, I'm gonna try for the football team. And I and I go to my mom and I'm like, all right, mom, you're gonna drive into this practice. I had nothing. I had no equipment. I had nothing. I'm like, I'm just gonna shove to this fucking practice. And like, because <laughs> I knew back then, like they would put you on the team, but like they probably wouldn't play you. Uh huh. So I'm like, all right, like I'll make some friends and shit. I'll do whatever. You fucking drive up, yo, and I'm just like, I'm like, fuck it, mom, drive home. I'm not fucking doing this. <laughs> I was like, I was looking at the kids, yo, and I was like, I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Shit. It was like, I was like that nerdy like kid that was like gonna go play video games at home and like not really fucking like socialize and shit. Like I'm not like where I am now. Like I'm like, I gotta go fucking talk to this guy. Who who knows what this guy's been yeah. through? Like, um. And, like, with me, too, like, it's been crazy because, like, like I was telling you, like, I went out last night with a 77-year-old priest and had whiskey with him at a bar and just talked to him. I went in um, – I went to a random stock market exchange, all right, and I didn't buy anything. But, like, I just went there and I, I just – like, you know, I just do that stuff because they give you free tickets. I'm like, I'm going to go network. I'm going to go – like, people aren't going to – people are going to – like, the average person's not going to go attend this stock market exchange. Yeah. Like, that's business right There's there. Like, people yeah, there. it's going to be business people. It's going to be people that want to better themselves. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go. I go there and I meet this, uh, I think he was like 89 or like in his 90s. And he was a Vietnam veteran in the Navy. And I'm like, man, yo, like that's a crazy fucking war. And like I'm sitting with him and we're talking. And he's talking about this trust and stuff. And I don't know anything about trust. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, and like, I, like, you know, like we're talking and stuff. And at the end, I'm like, look, man, I'm going to go home. But listen, man, give me your number. And I'd be glad to sit with you during like lunch or something and just pick your brain on the Vietnam War. I'm like, my uncle, uh, I'm not my, my uh, grandfather served in the Korean War. And I was like, it wasn't as bad as the Vietnam War, what you guys went through. But I'm just like, you know, I'm really curious on war and like the history and stuff like that. And I'm like, you're someone that actually went through the war and you could give me a, a better understanding because I'm like, during the Vietnam War, um, there was obviously a war with – we were in war with Vietnam, but we were also in war with ourselves in the States. So he could give me the viewpoint of, like, the Marines and, like, the Navy and the military background. And then, um, you know, you could obviously go look up the other stuff. But the military part is the part that I was more curious about because a lot of them are dying off. Like, they're getting to that point where, like, that generation is kind of, like, starting to – it's almost like the Holocaust. We're getting to a point where, like, all the Holocaust survivors are starting to die off. 
Um, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have a big window to do this ever again. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, what's the worst that happens? He just tells me he's not interested. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part that you realize is like when you're interested in someone else, they're interested to tell you about themselves. So when I told him that, he's like, oh, okay. Because he's like wearing like the U.S. Navy hat and everything. And I was like, uh, or the Viet- uh, Vietnam U.S. Navy hat. And I was like telling him about it. And he was like, oh, hell yeah. He's like, give me a call. And it was, it was an awkward phone call when I called him because I'm like, like, I waited like two and a half weeks, almost three weeks. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, fuck it, yo, I got to do this. Like, you know, I, I'm fucking promoting, like, I'm promoting, like, just fucking having balls and fucking doing this shit. I'm like, I just got to give this guy a fucking call. And I give him a call and he picks up and, like, you know, he's older. So, like, his hearing is not the best. So, like, you know, I try to, you're trying to do the pitch. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, this is Tyler Dunn. We met at, you know, uh, the stock market exchange or whatever and I'm trying to like explain because you know he's old he's probably gonna forget of course so I'm trying to explain who I am and he's like who <laughs> and I'm like fuck you I'm like I, I'm like fuck I don't know how else to fucking describe this to him and I'm like you know we were at the Boca hotel the other you know like a, like a couple weeks back and we were at the stock market and I was like you remember you were talking to me about your trust and he was like oh yeah he's like I know who you are he's like um yeah what's up what do you want and I was like I was like, I just want to go out to lunch with you and just pick your brain on the Vietnam War. I'm like really fascinated by that. And I was like, maybe even talk to you about your, like the trust that you have and like what that is. Cause I'm like, I kind of know what a trust is, but I don't have knowledge on it. Like it's not something that like I've ever researched. Nice. And so, yeah. So and he met with me, I paid for his lunch, which he was pretty shocked. He was like, Oh, you paid for lunch. And I was like, dude, like it's the least I can fucking do. you like, you serve, you did all the fucking leg work. Like you serve the least I could do for you is pay for your fucking Nine dollar sandwich yeah, and nice. fries. What'd you got to I uh, went to um, Two J's, nice. which you know it's pretty good. But yeah, like good. a lot of like it's retired people, yeah, a lot of retired people go over. You know, it's like early bird specials and stuff like that. But um, but it was just funny because uh, I, I was you know I was talking to him and like he was he was interested as hell like to talk about it. Oh, that's like cool, he was just man. curious. And the crazy part too is we were sitting there and like this other marine, like he was in the Marines. This other guy came by, this loud guy, and he was telling us like this story about like um. He was telling us about this beer store, and he was like, uh, fuck, I've got this story. But it was something where, like, he's like, oh, like, we're dodging bullets or something. And, like, he's like, but I had to get Johnny to get me a beer. And, like, <laughs> and like he's like, and then they're drinking the beer or whatever when, like, all the gunfire is going off. Like, this isn't them literally doing. He's telling, like, a folk, a folk tale or whatever. And he's like, but he's like, fucking, he's like, I had to have a beer before I fucking died. And it was, it was kind of like saying how, like, it was so fucking bad to the point where you're just like, fuck it. Like, you're probably not going to make it out of it. Wow. And he was just like, but I wanted, I wanted a drink before I died, basically. Like, I knew my, my life, like, because they literally, um, the guy that I was talking to, he was in the Navy portion. So he was controlling the seas area. And they were just picking up dead bodies on the coastline. And that's what they were doing. They are just picking up the dead bodies and putting them onto the ships. And, um, and it was really interesting what he was saying to be a hundred percent honest with you. Cause it was just like, it well, it was like one of the create, like world war two is, was worse than Vietnam war, but Vietnam was like the second worst war. Cause like how much, um, how much uh, people died. It was like one of almost the, one of the longest wars we were in it for like 10 years. It caused a lot. Of, it was one of the few wars that actually caused a lot of, um, uh, what do you call it? A conflict between our actual, like inside the country itself. So we were at war with, outside our country to fight communism but at the same time we were fighting within our country with like our civilians and everything mm-hmm. and there's people that were getting shot and like you know they're getting shot inside the country because they were trying to like do stupid shit riots all that all that crazy stuff but um and we had a lot of, it was crazy too because the history like we went from like uh john f kennedy 
when he got assassinated during the war. Then we had Johnson, who um, I don't think he went for a second term. Then he went for one term and then quit, or like resigned, they call it. And then it was Nixon, which uh, I'm not a big fan of Nixon, but um, with Watergate, that's when Watergate happened and all that stuff, the Watergate scandals and stuff like that. Um, that's where, like, when I do history, like, that's, the only, that's, that's one of the big things that I think, like, the Republican Party fucked up on. It was, like, Watergate and shit like that, and, like, they, they put him in, but um, I don't know. Uh, we wouldn't be here today if that... Oh, yeah, no, trust me, like, like, bad shit has to happen for good shit to happen. Like, it's, it's almost like um, the life cycle. Yes. Like, bad shit's going to happen. It's the, it's the people that come up with the good shit that override the bad shit. That's what happens. Yeah. Like, a, like the superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. Good always triumphs over evil. But remember, evil always triumphs at first for some reason, and then good always takes it at the end. Right. Like, that's, that, I feel like that's why people, people Did you have to leave at 8.30? Oh, my mom went for me. Oh, what do you have to do? <laughs> I had to pick up something from. Oh, all right. Yeah, but not, if you want to wrap this up, yeah, so we'll wrap it up. Um, just so we can do the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> let me see. Uh, let me see if I wanted to say something before I leave. Damn, I had to do. Some, I had. I had something good. You had something good. Yeah, but I'll, we'll we'll go another one. We'll do another. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it when we're chilling after this, and then um, we'll talk about like other episodes what we can do because like you're 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 good enough where like. We can we can talk about anything, mm-hmm. which is the coolest thing. And it's really hard to find people that are very open minded to things. And like, I like how I can talk about politics with you. And you know, um, like the only thing with the politics part is like the cool. The other cool thing that we could do is like try to get someone that you know that doesn't have like the same agreements, like the same agreements, where maybe they're a little bit more left wing. Of course. And like that would be pretty cool because we'll have like three, like we'll have three different viewpoints. Yeah. And I, like, that's what I want. Like, I'm trying to get it more, like, diverse. Of course. And um, that's, I don't know. I, think I'll, I just remember my thing. All right, real go quick. for it. Go for it. Just real, it. This is real quick. And then if, if he wasn't, then we'll talk about that subject because, like, another time. <clears throat> was he a Mason? Who? The veteran. Oh, the, the guy that I met? Yeah. Was he what? Mason. A Mason. A Freemason. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what that is. Uh, have you ever seen the, it's like a G- and it's like a triangle with a compass. It's like a compass. A G with a compass. And it's it, it's not a. But what is that? Is that like a um? It's not a. It's like a fret, if you kind of want to say that. So it's almost kind of. It's like, like a, a group. It's like a society group. I don't think so. Okay. But I. But like, what do they do? Like what? Like what's so special? What do they call GE? G group? No, no, no. Freemasons. Freemasons. So what is that? Like, explain that real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, uh, damn. I don't have the right definition. I don't want to. I don't want to say it wrong because some Freemasons off. But yeah. <laughs> um, basically, they're just uh, the enlightened ones. That's what they they call themselves. Oh, they kind of like the ch- like. Um, I kind of I kind of understand what you're saying. Like, are they kind of like the chosen ones? The the ones that will like, like fight almost kind of like. Almost kind of like a woke warrior or like an, like a, but like maybe in like reverse, like woke warrior is more the label for someone that's trying to fight on the left side. Or no, maybe... no, no. They supposedly have a, like, it's not a religion. Okay. But it's like, they supposedly have like a lot of information. A lot of, a lot of actually uh, successful people come from Freemasons. Like they, okay. they're registered Freemasons. I actually knew this one guy that, uh, I forgot what war he was in. He so was... then it's like a club. It's like a, cult oh so it is a cult it's like yeah i want to say it's a cult but like you have to be like the reason i see you gotta be careful with the definition of a cult because like 
like the cult has like a really bad name in the sense of like, when you think of cult, you think of someone that's like religiously trying to like sabotage or do something for the, 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 they're trying to control and they're trying to do it for like the worst for society. Like they're trying to like kind of sabotage those. I feel people like, the well, there's, there's a, there's a conspiracy saying that Freemasons would like to take over the world. So it's almost like the Illuminati. That's what I'm thinking about. Yes, when you say that. it's very. It's like it's similar. It's similar, but yeah, it's, it's actually real. There's actually Freemason churches. There's one in Fort okay. Lauderdale. There's one in uh, in Sunrise, I believe. So are they good or bad? Is it a bad cult? Good cult? Well, a lot of success. Uh, a lot of successful, uh, successful people come. It's good, of course. It's it's. Uh, I feel like well, they, you have to be religious actually. Actually, oh, really? yes, you have to be a Catholic to be oh, a Freemason. Right. So. Um, in order to become a Freemason, you have to ask a Freemason to become one. So, like, it's like something like, like, I don't know, like, how to explain it. We'll, we'll, we'll research it after. So, like, yeah, we can talk about this. We'll after. Talk about I'm that. And we have another podcast regarding like part of it, like a Freemason. But I knew this one guy. He was uh, Mr. Lou. His name was when I okay. met him. I was around 15, and he was 98. And <clears throat> he had plaques all over his wall for okay. community, like really good community service, bro. He served in the army and shit like that, and on the navy. And one day he offered me the book. Oh wow! And I was young, bro. No, I, I'm not talking about 15. I want to say 11. Okay. okay, I was young, and and I was like, and then I, I was ignorant, bro. You know, like I, I was like, no, fuck this shit. I'm not gonna read. Yeah. But turns to find out, like I'm getting older, and uh, I, I hear about Freemasons, and I'm like, I'm into conspiracies and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. like for some reason, Freemasons fall under that category because they're kind of mysterious right but they supposedly have a lot of knowledge okay that's what they are they're very knowledgeable people about just i don't know whatever they have right okay i can't really tell you because i i've never been to the church i was actually gonna do community service i'll tell you why after okay (laughs) but um i was gonna do community service at the freemason church and i it it didn't end up happening because i didn't interpret interpret the community service right Right, but um, we'll talk about it. We'll we'll, we'll look, look <laughs> it up. But it's cool because he offered me the book, and I never took it. And years later, passed, and he's passed away. And my mom still keeps in contact with the son. And the, uh, oh, so your family actually knows um, that that family. Yeah, my mom. When my mom first came to the country, she she used to clean houses. Okay, so she used to clean his house, and like, my, dude, he loved. But how crazy is that? Like, that's all networking. Like, it is. Bro. Like, like literally, like your mom was just in the right place at the right you know, time. Right. And like, how crazy is that? And like, I, dude, if I would have taken that book, who knows what would have happened by now? Oh, it would have changed your life it, exactly dramatically. So like, I know about it now, and I've tried to get the books, but like, the books are a little bit expensive online. I'm not gonna lie. It's like a Bible, right? Okay, and but like, it takes time to learn. And I would love to meet one. Have you should like that would be a really interesting. Have somebody come here, a Mason, and explain what Freemason is, and that's like actually really nice. But we'll look it up and uh, we'll pop, we'll wrap it up because it's almost three hours in. I know we're gonna have to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like it's gonna be funny. If, like people are gonna tell me, like, dude, fucking three hours. Yeah, I'm mean, like, yo, that's that's, long- that's like literally like three episodes right there because I normally do an hour. Yeah. So like that's like three episodes right there. You should be like, hey, look, I'm giving you the scene where the sun was showing and then slowly turned to nighttime. Yeah. You never see that in the video, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We literally talked from, like, daytime to fucking nighttime. Nighttime, yeah. <laughs> People are going to fast forward and she's like, oh, shit, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, we see the light changing. <laughs> but, um, but, all right, I think we're going to wrap this up. So, 
This was uh, this was episode 62 with Fabrizio for Golden Updates. Um, it was actually probably one of the most productive uh, interviews I probably have done so far. And uh, we're definitely going to do another one. Yeah, and I so, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. I'm, I'm just trying to – it's kind of funny, too, because, like, like, Fabrizio jumped on – I don't know what episode it was, but he jumped on one, and I, like, pitched him, like, right on the fucking podcast, which is the funniest thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, pitched him. I was like, dude, I'll fucking contact you, and we'll fucking do a, we'll do a podcast. And it, it was just really funny. I, like, I just, like, started pitching him on the, yeah. on the live stream. But, um, but yeah, so we're going to wrap this one up. So my name is Tyler, and this is uh, Fabrizio. And uh, peace out. Peace.